Oh, well, hey, welcome, uh, welcome to my shop. Um, what are you looking for? Hi there. My name is Gabriel Knight, and I'm working on a novel. You mind if I ask you some questions? Oh, uh, well, well, sure. I mean, this is just a, just a general store, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of accent is that? Tell oh, me about uh, yourself. Tell me anything at all. Any? <laughs> I'd prefer if you didn't. Uh, let's break eye contact a little bit, Mr. Knight, please. Tell me... <laughs> anything at all okay i'll tell you i'm from from cincinnati ohio so you know i'm a transplant here in in new orleans you can you sound like are, are you from around here great yeah i'm from around here you are okay up well, near lake pontchartrain i think i think that uh, they think like pontchartrain like you're saying it weird pontchartrain yeah kind, kind of except but not like raising i'm i'm, I'm you know what i'm not a local it's perfectly fine so so like well what do you what, what do you want to know for your for your novel okay what do you know about snakes um some of them are poisonous uh what is it red black yellow a kind fellow yellow red black better step back i think something the snakes like that like why why what, what do you what do you know about Cabri and Cour. Is that some kind of wine? I, 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 I don't quite get what you're driving at. Like, what's the purpose of these questions, Mr. Knight? What do you know about Dombala? Don Bala? Is that some kind of rap star? Dombala. Well, what kind of novel are you writing, sir? Oh, it's a, it's a whole novel, Miss Hill. <laughs> what do you know about Vevees? Ba- babies sir I'm, I'm sorry are you having some kind of stroke because your, your accent's kind of wandering a little bit what do you know about i think you have an aphasia sir either that or you're yawning at me like maybe you should go to a coffee shop there's like one down down the way so then there's a line forming um so so but get the fuck out right <laughs> <laughs> really yeah right <laughs> something something watch out for fireballs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you are listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. This is a retro video games podcast. And this week we are talking about Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Fathers, which is a point-and-click action. Mm. Not an action. Yeah, very little action. No, very little. There, there, so, some things are time. It's a point-and-click adventure game Yeah, uh, developed by Sierra Online Entertainment in uh, 1993. Yeah, and, and like uh, many adventure games, this is kind of a, a singular vision of a a specific creator and in that case this is uh, Jen Jensen who's kind of on the, the short list of adventure game luminaires with Roberto Williams and you know uh, 
the uh, the missed guy, Rand. Rand, <laughs> Rand Miller. Rand yeah. Miller, yeah. That's Rand right. and Robin Miller, yes. I was, yeah, I was going to, I, I was surprised at how right I was at, yeah. at remembering that. Um, you know, Ron <laughs> Gilbert, Tim Schafer, all the people, you know, adventure games tend to have single authors. Yeah, yeah. And this, this uh, game is no different. Um, mm-hmm. This is a standard, you know, verb-based parser, um, similar to the game we did last, Maniac Mansion, except uh, with symbols instead of words. Um, you move through your environment, uh, solving puzzles, using inventory, and uh, also features a very robust uh, dialogue system. Mm-hmm. So you do a lot of your investigation and puzzle solving through uh, through word choice and uh, you know learning clues and asking people about that. Yeah, they're they're I wouldn't call them dialogue trees, but um, pressing people about certain topics or you know like uh, goals will actually open up different different things. Yeah, it's a, it's a right. keyword-based system, kind of like, um, weirdly, like, uh, I don't know why this is the first thing that came to mind, but Fantasy, Final Fantasy II has a keyword system where you, you learn keywords and go around. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, the, like actual two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. And then the, uh, the the PC Ultimas also have that and uh, have kind of a keyword-based system. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty cool because you get these close-ups of their faces as they talk, and the lip-syncing isn't entirely terrible. Um, and aside from the accents, the dialogue is really good. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the accents are really good. I and mean, the game is fully voiced. Um, you know, and the, one of the things this game is known for, the, the reason why it's got the like a, a very good reputation today, unlike some of the, the sequels of the game, unlike the, the third one, which is kind of infamous, um, is because of this very rich setting, very rich characters. Um, you all have a lot of personality. There's a lot of, uh, you know, bonus backstory to a lot of the characters that you can, you can learn. Yeah. It is a very rich setting. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking about the setting and the plot, I mean, you play as this Gabriel Nightfellow who uh, splits time between being an author and um, a private investigator. He, he's, um, he's an author researching. Yes. And eventually his kind of calling. This game is, is the origin story of his kind of greater yeah. calling. And, and I, I have I, I have plenty of bones contention with what happens in the third act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, 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 we're like... <laughs> Sorry, sorry. We're we're in the final hour of the game. It like they run through the entire hero's journey. Yeah, yeah it ha- it happens very it happens very quickly. But yeah. the other thing too is like you've never written a book, Cole, and I have. And the the thing is, is when you, you when you write a book, and you know, anytime I'm in a castle, like journey stuff happens. Like journey stuff. Yeah. I know I said that. Journey the, stuff. Uh, yeah, journey stuff. Um, it's actually very realistic to my experience as a writer. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> But you know, you you eventually you know you're researching a book on voodoo, um, yeah. and uh, you get the kind of impression that you've been a, a failed author before. You know, you, your books are, are gathering dust. You know, right? And, you, and, you're, you run a fail a failing used bookstore yeah. in, in New Orleans. And New yeah. Orleans is. Did you know that you, the location itself could actually be considered a character? I've never heard that before about no? anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's true. This game has tons of local flavor. Like, yeah. it's a sarcastic. You know, it's a dumb cliche, but you know, the, the fact that, you know, that location is a huge part of why this game is cool. Um, kind of in the course of you investigating material for your new book, um, you're investigating these voodoo murders that have been going on and, yeah. uh, you, you know, through researching it and finding out people and doing a bunch of, you know, jumping through a bunch of adventure game hoops, mm-hmm. you not only find out about your kind of greater destiny, um, but you also, uh, find out that there's much, much more to the, these voodoo murders than was originally let on right. and end up kind of solving them and, uh, becoming the hero in the end, as well as finding enough material for, for your book, for your book, I suppose. Well, it is the. Uh, there's actually a version of like your book that comes with the like collector's edition of this game. Really, that has the first two. Yeah, Jane Jensen did like a novelization of this, which is kind of like an in-game, you know, Gabriel Knight writing the book, and essentially just an account of it. It's apparently I, I have it. I have yeah. it somewhere. I haven't read it because mm-hmm. 
it's a book based on a video game, <laughs> which is, you know, unless it's a world of power, I'm not interested. Um, but the, uh, apparently it is, uh, hues very closely to the game too much. So where it just, you know, Gabriel looked down at the wad of mud. Great. Perhaps I can use this later. Puts it in his pocket. You know, like really huge, really closely to it, which yeah. is a mistake. Let me fill my pockets with mud. Yeah, yeah just like I'm to carry this, you know, <laughs> this alligator head and a handful of clay around my entire my, for the rest of the, my life until I die. That is so um, funny. But yeah, so um, that's I mean that's more or less the plot. Yeah. You have the game. Um, mm-hmm. What's cool about the game is that it takes place over the course of nine days or ten days, ten rather days. ten days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's linear in that respect, but you can kind of approach the different days in in, in, in in you know their own way. There's a certain set of puzzles or a certain amount of information that you need to find before the day will end. Right. Which can be frustrating, actually, when you just want the day to end, but there's some dangling thread. Which happens to me every day of my real life. <laughs> like, the the most frequently asked question for this in the universal hint system is, why won't this day end? <laughs> Which is also the question I most ask in my life, like, all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. that is that is something I say at least ten times a day. <laughs> why won't this day end? Why won't this day end? <laughs> what do I need? What stupid puzzles do I need to, you know... <laughs> What emails do I need to answer before this day can fucking end? Um, <laughs> is, is my inbox zeroed? Yeah, yeah. This day can end. That's yes. one of the things you need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that part's neat. And there's a little bit of nonlinearity to it where like yeah. after somebody, you know, you're done with somebody, you've gotten everything you need from them. You can go back and sometimes, you know, their dialogue will change. Like there's a little bit of extra bonus stuff you can get for doing things in a different order. You can also visit areas that, you know, are not important until way later in the game and uh, visit those and get some flavor, you know, kind of ahead of time. There are extraneous characters that you can kind of visit any time. You know, they're mm-hmm. mo- you don't get very much from. But for the most part, it's linear. You only have a certain number of things you have to do per day. And for the most part, it makes sense. But it's also is still an adventure game, so there are some non-intuitive leaps you have to make. You know, yeah. and, and uh, yeah. it gives you it gives you some some help as to what to do in a mm-hmm. given day because you know you start out you know you come out you come out from your bedroom at the back of the uh, back of the shop and your assistant grace who is a delightful character yeah um she's one of my favorite parts of the game honestly yeah <laughs> um she either gives you messages um or you read uh you read a, a newspaper that gets the newspaper will give you you yeah. know gives you things as well and she yeah. will kind of point you in the right direction mm-hmm. um yeah let's just kind of go like day by day yeah through it and we'll talk about uh you know specific puzzles or interactions we really liked and mm-hmm. uh and kind of get to generalities through that yeah um, well, I, mean, the, or, I can I can give my first impression of Gabriel Knight. He's a fucking it, sleazebag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, but he's so like I like I like him though. Like he is a yeah. sleazebag. He's like he's a, he's a rap scallion. Yeah, um, he's you a know, rogue. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a latch and uh, <laughs> and kind of a scumbag. Like he looks like he'd smell like leather and sweat. <laughs> You know, just well, like they, they say as much. Grace yeah, says, I, yeah, wish I, guess that's true. I wish you wouldn't wear that damn leather jacket in June. I can smell you from over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, then part of that is, you know, part of the point of the story is that he starts off as this just kind of like lecherous asshole and this hero's journey that he goes through, granted, too quickly at the end. <laughs> you know, the, the, and in the second game, and, you know, not to pull stuff from out, this game can be judged on its own, but mm-hmm. he is some of the more less desirable qualities of him are, are you know, he learns, you know, he changes, and this is kind of about it. It maybe happens a little quick, but mm-hmm. um, 
so the very first you know impression that you get you know you're what it's that you're seeing the bookshop um well you first it starts out with the opening movie which is a dream that yeah, he's having that is it's recurring like every every chapter ends yeah. and begins with this dream right and in the dream there's uh there's some kind of ceremony where a woman is being burned at the stake and you get the impression that it's at the witch trials. Right. Right. You know, of some, of some guy, like a witch, like some guy who looks a little bit Amish. He's kind of wearing, you know, the, um, has a snake wrap around his neck. Somebody who's on fire turns into a leopard. Yeah. And, uh, Gabriel Knight sees himself hanging mm-hmm. from a tree and wakes up. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a more detailed version of this in graphic novel form mm-hmm. that came with the game. Um, that I have as well. That came with that collector's edition thing I bought. Right. I think there's a digital version. If you get the GOG, thing as well they kind oh, of provide yeah. some backstory I dug into that yeah. yeah yeah dog is always giving me stuff i'm not doing anything with like it's so neat like here you know icons what am i gonna do with icons i'm, I'm not <laughs> this isn't like a you know windows 95 like you know like windows themes and icons for exactly. you know uh fucking messiah like or you know and they're like a lot of times are games that came out after that was even stylish like yeah. have icons for like Baldur's gate and stuff and it's like eh, when Baldur's gate came out my computer, uh, I didn't have, didn't want icons for for things either. No, you know, Baldur's Gate theme. The fewer icons I can see, the better. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, but anywho, yeah. um, so you're having this dream. You wake up uh, and you see the, you know, the bookshop. Your your assistant's there. You drink your coffee. You read your newspaper, and that kind of becomes this uh, chorus to to the game where this happens every day. Yeah. One of the things I like is you know when you talk about it going through the hero's journey at the end is that near the end of the the game things that gets disrupted. And mm-hmm. I like that as a symbol of things having gone wrong, like right. things, you know, we're, and that's getting ahead of ourselves, but it establishes this, you know, repeating element. You mm-hmm. wake up, you have your coffee, Grace gives you your messages for the day and you guys kind of banter for a minute and then you read the paper, right? you know, which is really cool for an adventure game. That's very mundane. That's very, you know, it starts off very grounded mm-hmm. this game. Some of the things that it asks you to do, though, would be really out of left field if she didn't say, like, hey, there's this thing. And, like, once you start asking her for research, too, yeah. that, 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 that she provides a lot of direction. Yeah. I mean, Grace works, like, 20 hours of unpaid overtime a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, and she's a, and on top of this, she's a grad student. Like, yeah. yeah, she's, you know, so that's unfortunate. Like, that's, you know, it's just like, what can you tell me about? rot of drums and then like she just has to go to a library like you listener go to the library and tell me you know give me enough research about rot of drums to like you know come that's gonna take a long time like i've done research it sucks like oh it was in the microfiche for this like you, yeah you, totally you, have you ever interacted with microfiche <laughs> so you so you went through every newspaper from that year yeah jesus christ grace like <laughs> you know this is pre-wikipedia you know this is this is you know more or less pre-internet for these yeah. characters so Ugh. They say it's it's set in 1993, the the year the game came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so not not quite pre-internet, you know, but also right. internet was not what it was. Is yeah. now. Um, GeoCities had yet to form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the uh, St. George's Books GeoCities page <laughs> is not part of the game, unfortunately. <laughs> well, no, it, it was, but it was yeah, it had a little under construction gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I love how like the tone is set of like Gabriel Knight as a scumbag. Yeah, Grace is like this, you know wisecracking you know kind of puts up with him but it has like a genuine affection and like yeah some of their interactions are genuinely pretty funny mm-hmm. like i like the the kind of the banter that they do um yeah. you know that tone initially is really like it, it's a very complete character like a really good example of like showing not telling like the way that his bedroom when you going back to his bedroom the way it mm-hmm. looks the way he looks, the way characters react to him, you get a really complete picture of this character, like really quick. Yeah, and that's not always the case in adventure games, where like a lot of times, not I mean, not adventure games rather, like video games, where like the, you know you have the kind of cipher 
you know, character like that. But the, he has a lot of character, and it's more, you know, a lot of times we talk about uh, stories and like games are like JRPGs, and I think I've used this cliche before, where like the characters are honorable but good, you know, <laughs> like or like you know forthright but just. Like they're not very complicated characters, and like I like right. that he is has this texture to him. At, at one point, he even like lists his sins. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, this, this, this is way later, but you know, it, it very much, he's, he's an interesting character. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we're driving. Yeah. He's not necessarily likable, but I really, yeah. I really like how he's put together. <laughs> and for, and for as much as they try, as for as much as they try to like present, like how undesirable he and his life is like, how cool would that be? Yeah. Just like to, <laughs> you know, to, to own a failing business, to, to write and to spend your days just going around solving crimes. Yeah. Like who yeah. hasn't thought that would be fun? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's having a blast, and there's all these implications of him just having a different woman in bed every night. Like Gabriel Knight, like women want him, men want to be him. Like it is that is Gabriel Knight for you. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, you get you get armed, you get your tape recorder, which is the in-game explanation for why you can review dialogue right. in the game. Um, you you know you already have your premise. You're researching for a voodoo book, so Grace gives you some some sites to to check out right. around town. Kind of primarily of which is a, a voodoo museum and a. Uh, a voodoo drugstore, like a voodoo themed drugstore. Yes, but you also have uh, mostly as well. Yes, who who uh, is established as helping you with your research by right. giving you inside information about the voodoo murders right. as well. Mostly as a detective yes. um, and a childhood friend, which explains why he's doing a thousand. Like every single thing, <laughs> mostly does in this game would get you fired. It's so illegal. Like you, you're, yeah, exactly. It is. It is. You know. Uh, but you know he know he has some things about the murders. He's kind of giving you an inside side track. So kind right. of the big three things you have to do that day is do a little bit of research on voodoo, mm-hmm. and then uh, visit the scene of the first uh, or the first right. scene of the crime that you're invited to. It's not and, the first murder. Yeah, and you can go uh, you can go visit your grandma too. Yeah, to learn yeah. To, to learn about the family uh, history, family history, stuff. which yeah. is important. Yeah, because because like uh, I feel, I feel like they do like maybe kind of a good job, but maybe not a good enough of a job of describing his fascination with voodoo and like why yeah. he's doing that there's there there's the dream and everything but only by going and talking and finding the the, the journal and the in the uh, in the attic do you get any kind of hint of a connection right you know well it could be that you know he's initially it is purely mercenary like he's just doing a book you yeah. know and he's not that interested and then he becomes more interested mm-hmm. but i i would agree that like it maybe would be stronger if he had a little bit more motivation for that like he goes to great you know before it's a while before he becomes personally invested in solving the crime mm-hmm. and he goes to great lengths that, for researching a book like <laughs> you know some of the shit like he's looking you know it's important that like the elements aren't real to voodoo and that they're all out of towners and if that doesn't work for the book make something else up like you're you know you're an author like you know imagine this stuff yeah you know but i think there's like some plot thread about him having had writer's block for a really long time like yeah you know they, they address it a little bit mm-hmm. um i really like all the interactions with your grandma like yeah, they're really sweet say that. Like, like yeah she's a real sweet character yeah is he's, he's, he's he, and, and and like he's he's flattering to her too. Yeah, you know it almost kind of sounds like he's hitting on her just because but, of yeah who who he is. But yeah. I I find that like if I'm I kind of like flirting with old women. Yeah, like and you know harmlessly flirting with old women makes mm-hmm. me you know feel good to make them feel good. Yeah, 
and stuff. And and one of the you know so that's one of the first big like dialogue trees. You can also have it with with grays, not trees, but for lack of a better word, like yeah, yeah. you know dialogue lines. Like they're, they're they're basically interrogations because you have you have two you have two verbs for interacting with people. Yeah, there's the there's there there's the exclamation mark, which is like hey, let's I'm going to say something to you. You're going to say something back. Then there's the question mark, which is an interrogation. Right. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, and each one, or not each one, but a lot of them have these like, <laughs> you know, unique options. So, like, a lot of them have this, like, tell me about thing, where it's things that very rarely have to do with the game. You know, just flavor mm-hmm. for all these characters. And for hers, you have this compliment her <clears> thing, where you, every time you press it, you do a different compliment to kind of, like, a large variety of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's very sweet. Like, she's a sweet character who drops off the face of the game, like, exactly. after today. Like, she's, she's... You can visit her later, like, if you didn't get all the information you need. Yeah. This time. Like, I had to go back to her to, like, to, you know, to get the keywords, um, you know, Heinz Ritter and Schottenjäger. Yeah. But, but, uh, like, I guess you can find all those in the first day. I yeah. just didn't know what to... Didn't what to If you really drill down and, like, yeah. really just, like, exhaust all your options. Like, the main thing you're getting from her is you're getting the names of the people in your family like change mm-hmm. you know change their name when they came over yeah um you know come from this german family you learn a little bit about your fa- you know parents history and then you go up in the attic where you find this is it a letter or a journal or it's, a sketchbook yeah that, that, that's where you find the sketchbook and yeah. the sketchbook is instrumental the yeah. sketchbook also completely undermines a lot of things that i really like about adventure games yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> which yeah. which is copying patterns <laughs> yeah yeah cole, cole wanted all the things this game did to try to make it easier for normal people cole wanted to do himself he's one of those people who doesn't like auto mapping and wizardry the <laughs> that's not true right? um, uh, we're, we're in person this this week you'll probably hear like exercise stuff about it but i'm showing i'm showing um oh yeah. <laughs> Gary, my, my moleskine with, with the uh and it's all the, the wasted effort that yeah, makes no. you sad. <laughs> and, so I copied I copied the the, the grave the graveyard pattern down because yeah. she also gives you the location for the for the cemetery the family the, tomb yeah, yeah. for the family yeah. tomb and that turns out to be incredibly important a little bit later. Yeah, but uh, but you get the sketchbook where you can use it on different patterns and things and yeah. it copies it down. And what's important about about that is um, it's not just for your reference to have these things to like to look look back on, but you copy them like uh, at the crime scene you copy down the part of the pattern to yeah. get to the architecture student yeah. so it, it makes a scenery elements things you can present to yeah. people yeah which and it's really important because a lot of this game has a, it has a huge element like and i didn't think of this the first time i played it and because when i it was one of the first adventure games i played and until i came back and played other investi- uh, other adventure games but there is like a lot of actual investigation type stuff you do which i really like i think is really rad in this game like that whole bit about like okay so i have a partial bit of a pattern finding someone to reconstruct the whole thing and then presenting mm-hmm. that as evidence when you do that later i thought was really cool right. you know that that whole scene i think like day 6 mm-hmm. or day 7 is really neat yeah i liked all that stuff mm-hmm. um, I, I also liked uh, baiting a mime yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that also happens uh, in, this, in this first one. Yeah, yeah, you have to find out the location of the, the crime scene. Like, you go to the police department, and the grumpy desk sergeant will not tell you. So you have to actually uh, convince or trick a cop into leaving his motorcycle so you can use his radio. <laughs> and you do that by, by getting a mime to trail you. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of an action scene, because if somebody else comes along, the mine will trail them. So you mm-hmm. have to take this kind of uh, Byzantine route around to, to make the mime stick with you mm-hmm. it's kind of fun yeah. um you know but there's there's nobody at the voodoo museum you learn a little bit at the the drugstore but it becomes more important later right kind of the big thing you learn is uh when you ask about the voodoo murders the uh willie at the the drugstore uh, mentions a capri capri sancor mm-hmm. uh 
which uh you know and he no one will tell you what that means it becomes right. it becomes very important later mm-hmm. and he it's it's obvious that he knows more than than he's letting on right kind of said like strangely did not turn out to be that important to the game or anything that's more or less day one yeah that's day one i mean you it, mean it, malia you do like, yeah huge you, huge plot thing to, yeah well, like you, you go well, out to the scene of the crime and, right. and and get a lot of things there um i like all the stuff with the snake scale too this idea mm-hmm. of like having the snake scale and comparing it like a lot of the investigative stuff i thought was really strong yeah. as far as adventure game puzzle Stuff. Yeah, I was getting. I mean, I was getting reverse flashbacks to uh, to La Noire. Honestly, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was a little bit frustrated, like trying to, and, and this is something that comes up, and we can we can talk about it in frustrations. Trying to pixel hunt for the right patch of grass to magnify. Yeah. Um, and then you know use the tweezers to pick up the scale. But the idea of that, like you know, yeah, looking for fibers and stuff like that. Yeah, La Noire is a really good like comparison for that. But it is it is very like there is pixel hunting yeah. involved in this. As far as like adventure game cliches like shitty things about adventure games like most of them are present at least a little bit right in this game it's not it's not perfect in that respect when you're at the crime scene um this uh kind of dusky woman shows up who you instantly fall in love with there's kind of like a little comic book-esque cut scene yeah. you have a big silly like bull <laughs> expression you look like a pita pit vegetable like for a second um deep and, cut yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah extra uh, show notes yeah the um you know, you, you look ridiculous and you instantly fall in love. There's something haunting right. about this woman. And <laughs> I wish know. that they would have done more of those uh, comic book yeah. cutaways because those are so much more effective than the FMV bits that they do yeah. um, on occasion yeah. where the window's real tiny. I yeah. imagine those were full full screen on, on like and the actual machines they were meant to be played on. I Maybe. I feel like it might be like a, a mist thing, though, like where like they're running small so they can run. You know, oh, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Um, the second one, which is all FMV, is not full screen. Like you have, you know, your UI takes up a lot of the screen. So the actual movie part is fairly small. Right. Um, so, yeah, so you meet Malia, you are in love with Malia, and that becomes kind of like a side goal of yours in general is to to plow this bean field <laughs> a leisure suit larry side quest yeah, yeah exactly what is sierra so it, yeah. it, they're, they're, you know it is adult um so if, if you manage to do everything you need to do you get to go to uh to day two so in day two um really the the, the thrust of it is to find out more about voodoo right yeah yeah yep. and uh the big the big thing for that is to go to the historical voodoo museum where you meet uh dr john <laughs> dr which, john which is a uh, voice by michael dorn which is, is, is you know he? yeah that's I michael dorn it, i thought he was voiced by uh, phil lamar Mm-mm. no nope that's uh Sounds michael like... dorn that's that's a uh, wharf the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that's mr wharf um huh. and he, he does like they're kind of like something that happens in these games and if you as a fan of the series i've seen in all of them they're these history lesson parts yeah. and there's several characters who just kind of will talk to you about voodoo um but those kind of worked for me like ordinarily that wouldn't because you don't you know kind of like as as ron was talking about like taking control away from the player like where the player isn't mm-hmm. doing something is kind of like not that fun but i was interested enough in it yeah like when i played this at like 13 and you know me and my buddy derek like played all the time like i know a lot of dumb trivia about voodoo that i learned from this like yeah. i could pull out you know voodoo like i could call dungeons and dragons monsters you know dombala and have it have some historical significance because of this game. And this is the first of those kind of like exposition mm-hmm. heavy things. Did you realize at this point something was up with Dr. John? 
the snake bugged me out because mm. of the uh, like anytime I saw a snake I, I I got suspicious yeah of it and it wants you to because you're supposed to be comparing these snakes you know right. that's really having the snakes reappear is like like an intentional yeah. thing so anybody who had a snake I mean I I even you know suspected moonbeam yeah to a certain extent yeah. so did you, you know. uh, hit the fan yes when the first time you were here. Yeah. yeah. So that's really important. I think that there's something about it. Like I hit the fan too. And I was trying to think like, if I didn't know to, would I still hit the fan since it becomes important later? No. I, yeah. Uh, you just I, were just I, doing there everything. There would be no reason to yeah. like it just, and, and this, the, we, we, we can talk about pixel hunting now more than anything, yeah. but like, there's so many items that you, that you need the tweezers yeah. even like the tweezers are represented by three pixels yeah. in, in an ashtray, yeah. you, you, you know? Yeah. And so I learned very early on, and this is something that artificially extended the length of the game mm. for me to just to to just always have the masquerade, you know, the examine yeah. icon up. So yeah. just like and just and just hit anything that looked, you know, discolored. Yeah. So when I saw a light switch, I was like, Oh, a switch, I can probably do something with that. I hit it and I saw the snake freak out. Right. And and yeah. the fact that so the difference between something like this and Maniac Mansion, where like Maniac Mansion you have to have the what is mm-hmm. out all the time, which is the serves the same purpose, is like in in rooms, you know, Maniac Mansion has less detail in it, mm-hmm. so there are fewer objects, and you're more likely to be able to interact with the ones that are there, right. whereas there's a lot of background elements. Yeah. There's several times where there are bookshelves where, like, knowing where the delineation is between, like, a bookshelf that counts as an area that will give you one piece of information and one right. that will give you another piece of information is kind of difficult. It's an unfortunate trade-off because the scenes look good. There's enough detail for it to be like, oh, I, I, I can make sense in this impressionistic kind of pixely kind of way. But that is a direct trade-off for your ability to actually function. Right, right. And the way they could have maybe addressed that was to have it be a little less inventory-based. Like, this right. game is very inventory of the inventory school of adventure games. Like, right. There's an investigation element, too, that's really cool, but you have a pretty large inventory by the end. And I, I don't I don't know if I can, like, point to a specific a specific game that does this, but even having a button or an option that would highlight everything that would be, you know, that you can yeah. interact with. Like, it's like Baldur's you know, Gate does it, but yeah, that's not, it, yeah. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I'm, think, I'm thinking of Baldur's Gate or Planescape. Yeah, that's Just, a really smart, I mean, and that would be, I imagine that's like a legacy mechanic where, like, certain members of the old guard of adventure games feel like that would be cheating or somehow, you know, not, you know, part of the fun is the pixel hunting. So in the, the documentary Get Lamp, there's this huge thing about the controversy of mazes mm-hmm. in text adventure games where they were always around to uh, lengthen, you know, pad out games. You know, that was the reason why people did mazes. And some people became so in love with them as like, that's what text adventures are. When you think about a text adventure, you know, that's all narrative. Like that's really far on that narrative game axis, you know, because it's literally like writing, you know, and a maze is not going to advance the narrative. No. Like actually making your way through a maze and having to map it and stuff like that. <laughs> and I could see adventure game fans being of that mindset thinking, you know, you need the pixel hunting. Like you can't do that, that highlight thing. Right. Because it's such a simple idea that like, and not to demean it, but it's such a simple idea that I feel like somebody must have mm-hmm. thought of it. And uh, there has to have been someone decided against it. Like, it would be too easy to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. There will always be people who... Suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People people who, uh, you know, who yeah. the, the rough edges, you know, can't get confused the rough well, edges with the fun parts. It's kind of like in the anniversary episode where I went off on that rant about EverQuest and how it became less fun, you know, when you didn't have to run everywhere. 
Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. you know, it's like this, this thing that I found interesting wasn't fun for everybody. And, and I so guess it's going to gravitate towards what the, you know, what the most people will pay for and kind of go into. Right. right. But I think the, the difference being is that, uh, you know, part of, you could argue that part of the play experience of EverQuest was the immensity of the world. Like that's a selling mm-hmm. point. Whereas pixel hunting is never going to be part of the play experience that they're going to present. It's like it's never going to advance the narrative, and this game is all narrative. Like that's right. the idea. Yeah, you and know? you know, if I all, all all I could think of when I was doing this just begrudgingly, just you know, sectioning the screen off into you know mm. like an eight by eight grid. <laughs> like, okay, is there yeah. anything to do here? No, like, okay, like archaeologist, like, like a paleontologist, exactly. Yeah, I just have my string out and everything. Mm. When I was doing that, I was like, if I wanted to, you know, do you know, do a hidden object game. I would be a 50-year-old woman playing something on iOS. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There, there's an element of it to that. Like, it's yeah. not... I've played games that are worse about that, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I grant anyone that that's a weakness to yeah. the game. So, so like, that, that that was one of my biggest complaints. I just wanted to air yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, right no. I, and I agree. Like, it's, it's a thing. And I also, like, full disclosure, am coming into it with, like you know uh, an associate's degree in this game like uh, you know not i'm not gonna say like i have like the way i have a master's degree in fallout i don't have for this game but i've (laughs) i've played it a lot so i knew what to do right you know and i can't it's hard to separate myself from that Mm -hmm. so you know because all of those rough edges were things i could get past really quickly this replay was really an exercise in being reminded of the things i really love about it you know more than anything um but that's you know that's the voodoo museum you know introduces this pixel hunting thing as kind of a shit not introduces, but continues it. Right. You learn a lot about voodoo. One of the other contacts is there's a, a voodoo. Um, what's the word uh, for voodoo sorceress? Vivan or Ian? Voodooine. A, a, a voodooine. Yeah, yeah. voodooine. Um, named Moonbeam, who you go and uh, hang out with for a little while. Yeah. Um, who's super flirty. Like, she wants your balls <laughs> drained upon her. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, so, just, I'm sorry. I need you to say that in a more awful way. Yeah. <laughs> she wants you to shellac her eyeballs with your, you know, Jesus <laughs> like your melted vanilla ice cream. Glaze her like a donut. Yeah. So, <laughs> Krispy um, Kreme, that shit. <laughs> I, like, you, you react stuff that stuff fine over Skype, but now that you actually see the fact that you see that I'm slowly rubbing my crotch when I say it, it ruins it for you, huh? <laughs> like, this, this, this little bit takes some of the varnish off. Yeah, yeah the Wet. fact that I'm actually naked in real life. Just, you know, like I told you, I record naked. Why do you think it's going to be different? Because you're here, Cole. <laughs> That's you're a long ent- way from home, boy. <laughs> <laughs> awfully entitled of you to, to want me to put clothes on in my own home. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we, we, we are house. both. We're both. We are both fully clothed. We are we are totally clothed. There, yeah, yeah. There's no, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Moonbeam, like the you know, you go there to find out more about voodoo, mm-hmm. um, and you determine that she has a snake. And part of part of this is also you're, you're ruling her snake out as the one that was at the, yeah. at the murder scene. Yep. And the way you yeah. do it is you find you convince her to dance, and you find the shed skin. Yeah. Of the snake, which is you know, it's kind of convenient that she just turns her head back to you and dances, but she'll yeah. do anything for you because she wants to drunk. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> This is something that like is really common in, in Sierra games. That's a, it's a little bit in like Monkey Island too, but just kind of the the do it do it while do, doing something while somebody is like preoccupied and yeah. like that timed amount to go grab something or do something. Yeah, it adds that action yeah. kind of you know element to it, time based thing. One of the interesting things is later on in the game, if you're playing this on GOG without making a modification. Um, one of those such puzzles becomes nigh impossible because of the way that the game is emulated. Which, you have to go in and change your your INI settings to change the the cycle amount. Um, when you're sleeping, getting past the sleepy dust sergeant, 
um, oh, without that's very difficult unless you and maybe you, it's possible. So you might have just like muscled through it, but he uh-huh. falls asleep for a lot longer in the proper game mm-hmm. and it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, um, it just it happened for me on the first go. The, the the one that was shorter was when you sent the person out for the for the donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't able to get back there in time for the yep. for the for the donuts. Um, but but yeah, you do do stuff when people are turned away, which get, really gets ramped up when you can't see what you're trying to grab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it becomes one of the neat things, or one of the things I knew to do in this game is if you put your cursor, um, you can cycle through your actions with the right click, but you can also select them by putting them at the top of the screen. It yes. doesn't appear until then, and that freezes time. Yeah. So that kind of becomes key later with a couple action segments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you, the main thing you're doing here is learning a little bit more about voodoo history and ruling out her snake. Right. You know. Um, the kind of climax to the day, the other, the big thing you do is you go and uh, visit Mosley. And right. this is again, like, you know, the same way I like all like Gabriel for being kind of a shit heel, all of his interactions with people in his life. Like I really like the relationships. They have a, they have a very good, uh, because, because neither of them are exemplars of yeah. anything, but I think mostly is the most well-intentioned of everybody, despite the fact that he is, you know, um, you, I wouldn't say cooperating with the greater conspiracy, but just kind of through, you know, kind of by towing the line, he's, yeah. you know, he, he's reluctant to proceed with the voodoo angle because of pressure from above. So he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't become like your like straight up ally beyond giving you a legal advice and information. Well, he, he does eventually. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah but, he, like, but, he, but he not, turns not, but initially no. But, but not till it's beyond like a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. 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 And who knows how much of that, like it was actually intentional and how much of it was like him just mm-hmm. not. You know, him being fooled because he's not the smartest dude in the world. He also has like the patience and and forgiveness of a fucking saint. Like you mistreat this man so much to insane degrees. Like you are so awful to this human in this game. Gabriel Knight is way worse to him than he is to any woman. Yeah. Like you are terrible to your your childhood best friend in this. Um, And part of it is just like, you know, Tim Curry's weird schizophrenic delivery that makes it hard to tell where he's at with things mm-hmm. um as we, i don't know what you mentioned tim curry is the voice of, of gabriel knight and uh mark hamill is the voice of mostly yeah yeah and uh they both do a for the most part a great job like gabriel knight is really charming and i think it's really funny but sometimes it is so terrible <laughs> you know the things he says but it's really hard to tell like he plays everything with this kind of wink so he'll be doing something terrible like credit card fraud and <laughs> impersonating police like things that you get arrested for yeah all the time and uh, just with this kind of like, mostly won't, you know, he's like, I'm a nice stinker, you know, this kind of attitude towards it. That's really funny. I, my, my, this entire time, like I, somebody, I think it was Will said it's, be, it's best to think of him as a high functioning autistic. <laughs> I, I, I was I went a step further and I imagined him as a as a as a as a svelte, less morally uptight Ignatius Riley. Yeah, yeah, that, there's, there's, that's not inaccurate. Like he's definitely like other people are this weird like below concern, you know, below concern for him means to an end. The uh, but this the puzzle in this section is really fun. Like the the principal thing you need to do, you've got one of the patterns from around the body from the first day. You want the rest of them though, so you can put that together, and uh, they'll let you look at them, but they won't let you have them. So the the puzzle involves. Uh, tricking you know mosley into uh uh taking a picture with you yeah for the um for the book you didn't trick him you just asked him <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean eventually i had to do it a couple of times before i figured out exactly what i needed to do yeah um so you can just like i need another picture for the book you know and he, yeah. he'll just continue yeah. to do it and uh you, you use your vanity like you want to check your hair in the mirror like he has a two-way mirror into his office mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy that's kind of a creepy thing like, i don't bit. know why yeah we just kind of accepted that as a you know 
Mosley just has a, it's not an interrogation room. Um, <laughs> it was repurposed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, used he, to was be. Pre- he was promoted. They added a position. They didn't yeah. quite have the rooms. So they it's put a, a three room police department. So the, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, and while you're there, you make copies. So you trick everyone to be, you know, the photographer is in the room. Mosley's in the room. Anyone who would stop you. That's mm-hmm. a pretty fun puzzle. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's one, one of my favorite ways, like that the Sierra type puzzles progress, which is, you know, you fail a bunch of times, but it lets you retry. Yeah. In, you know, enough. And, you know, this is unusual for Sierra type games where, you know, the, the, the punishment for, for failure isn't death. Yeah. And, and, and the times when the punishment is going to be death, it's really apparent. And, and when you say it's unusual, it's really just kind of, this is one of the first games that kind of was like new Sierra. So like that's mm-hmm. that death as a constant punishment mm-hmm. thing is really kind of an old Sierra trope, right. you know, and games that end in quest, you know, more, <laughs> yeah. more than anything. Like the, whereas like with Gabriel Knight and with the like kind of later Sierra games, it got a lot more forgiving, mm-hmm. you know, like this series is, is fairly impeccable about that. Like at the times you can actually fail, fail. Yeah. telegraphed mm-hmm. um and gabriel is even nonplussed about that or not nonplussed i'm using that incorrectly yeah. sorry gabriel's yeah. even like you know tongue-in-cheek you know wink wink about that like i really don't want to be dead maybe yeah, we should yeah. try that again yeah yep. and he lives, yep. <laughs> yeah yeah his uh his skeleton is haunted by the ghost of <laughs> bill dotrieve's cousin and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for fall to yields. Um, this, this February weather gives me the horribles. <laughs> deep, deep king of the hill cuts on watch out for fireballs, yeah. folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, um, that mostly takes care of that day, and then you end up in this kind of intermediate period where you're you're learning more about voodoo and kind of catching things. Um, yeah. So these next couple of days, they're pretty. You know, you're still in New Orleans and you're still kind of investigating. So we're kind of going to just hit the main interactions that you have in the interest of time and not belaboring this. So Yeah, I mean, you, you get the, the, the rhythms of it. And even within the game, like the rhythms are established. Like you're right. going to investigate a set number of di- things a day, you know. Yeah. And this is really kind of the middle part of the game, mm-hmm. um, you know, where, where you hit that. Uh, you know what you're doing. Right. Um, you learn at some point, uh, and this is an arbitrary, this is a bad, this is a flaw. The way that you learn about this next kind of major character you get stuff from is kind of a problem because you learn about uh, Madame Casanu um, just in <laughs> case you happen to stop by the drugstore again. Yeah. And that's that's lame. You know, that's that smacks of doing everything you possibly can, visiting every location, yeah. rubbing everything in your inventory together until it works, like just finding it, you know. Life finds a way <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, to, to try to make that work. But if you, you go to the Dixieland drugstore, you meet this uh, old Catholic, you know, <laughs> v- practicing voodoo, but also old Catholic woman yeah. named Madame Casanu. Yeah. And uh, she lets on that she knows a little bit about voodoo. Like, there's a reason why you feel they need to investigate her. Right, right. Um, what's, like, what's interesting is, is the way that you get access to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you find it. She has a dog, which you hear, you know, she brings with her. She has a little yapper. <laughs> the upper dog and the uh the way you, when you're you're using the phone to call something else earlier and you also find out that there's a pet store like everything you get at some point you get when you're looking up the malia the gettys no you, you get the casinos you're looking up the casinos yeah but everything on that page of that phone book is useful yeah. um so you get the casinos and you kind of go through a fun thing where like there are four casinos in the phone book rather mm-hmm. than being a puzzle like you just call them right until you find the right one um, and you hear her yell at the name of her dog. What is the name of her dog? Castro. Again? Castro, Castro the dancing. Uh, Castro, yeah, Castro the, dancing, the ca- dog. dancing dog. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also on the page of that is a, is a veterinary office, mm-hmm. and just kind of uh, thankfully, it's the only veterinary office in New Orleans. So, <laughs> so you know, lots she of sick uses animals. It. Yeah. So you call the vet's office, and uh, 
and uh, you know get her address from that. This must have pleased you though, as somebody who likes the the hard edges of uh, adventure games, is that you had to write down the phone numbers and then manually enter in the <laughs> like. Cole is now reaching for his his notebook and is going to show me him writing down all the phone numbers from the, the uh, phone book page because you can't have them both open. You have to like, kind of memorize them. Whenever I have to calling back to Mist, whenever I have to do something like that, I turn into a song the same way and like and you know I have to memorize a short thing string of things. So I just you know five 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 three seven two six five 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 and if I do it a few times and eventually I just have it. Um, which I, I did for this. You call and get the address, and you find out the uh, getting into access to Ka- uh, Kazu is ridiculous. It's the, I think it's the worst puzzle in the game. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dumb. Yeah, like, why don't you talk us through it? Because I want to know your thought pro like coming to this without just knowing it. Well, I mean, I was playing this in a hurry, so for me, it was a matter of you know. Try banging my head against it, you know, like she establishes, like I'm a good Catholic, so okay, probably should go check out the probably should go check out the uh, the church, church, the cathedral, right? And so you know, it's empty as as usual. The 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 no priest in the confessional. Mm -hmm. I finally found like the the four pixel tall door that you have to go into to get into the rectory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so where where all the where all the robes are kept. And um, in addition to impersonating police officers and everything, you impersonate (laughs) a religious person. Evil thing you do in this game. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So so you you steal not only so so I so I stole the black shirt and uh, went to her. Is like, where's Mm -hmm. your collar? Went back. You have to you have to find the box that has the collars. Yeah. Grab the collar. Yeah. And then I w- and then I went back. I was I was fine up until that. Like, okay, yeah, there, there like, must okay, have been fine. something in there. And he says, "You're you know, no self respecting, you know." And oh, he does a terrible like uh, Irish accent. Well, I was about too. to say like, ah, like, oh, faith and God. I was heading <laughs> heading towards that. Is like as, as frustrating as all this is. That scene is a delight. Like when oh, he yeah. does the blessing. Like that's really funny. Like that's really it's, good. It, it, it's 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 like here's to those who wish us well, and those who don't can go to can go to hell. Amen. Yeah, yeah like, it, 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 he's just he's improvising. So I mean, that's getting ahead of yeah, where yeah. We're at. But, what, but what, yeah, go ahead. What, what what really irritated me was the hair gel. Yeah, because because they're like he he's an unkept man. Why would I intuit that he would have hair gel? In his bathroom. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so and that's you, where I had to go to a guide for it. Yep. And if you didn't, you know, comb his bathroom that first day, you know, not only do you have to, like, make that intuitive leap that you need to use it, but, you know, that he would have it. Yeah. Like, I could see how that'd be super frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I was like, uh, you know, I was like, okay, is this motorcycle parked somewhere so I can get some grease to... Yeah. yeah. And it could have been anything, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of, you know, she's got some major, like, Clark Clint clark kent issues too where it's like Mm -hmm. you show up with messed up hair she thinks you're not a priest you show up a couple minutes later with like slicked back hair well totally buys it she's also like off her fucking rocker that's true and 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 old yeah yeah and old yeah off her rocker and off old like betty white and off the rockers yeah is what she is that they based that on madame casany yeah that was the the inspiration the uh uh but this this accent you do like you do the uh, um accent for it and it's so funny because you don't know what you're doing at all and whenever she asks you anything about you know that you would know as a catholic like you Mm -hmm. just make up shit off the top of your head Mm -hmm. and then you do a blessing and for some reason you think the blessing has to rhyme (laughs) so so, you know um you know bless this bracelet of a snake 
<laughs> goodness it will not make like you're just like trying to pull this thing out of your ass it's pretty like i thought that seemed really funny and then and like, top it off she says that was such a beautiful blessing yeah she totally buys it 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. you know the main thing you're doing from this is getting a uh so i actually had a frustrating thing with this too because i went through all of that but didn't pick up the mud from the crime scene because why would i pick up mud because it's just on the shore of a lake yeah. like it's not you know so i didn't have the mud so i couldn't make the mold of the bracelet what lake is it on the shore of uh okay cool yeah. thank you <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Gabriel Knight just like suffers from multiple strokes of this. God strikes him down for all the impersonations he's doing all the time in this game. He's constantly stroking out. He be stroking. Um, so yeah, so you get the, you want this bracelet as the main thing. It's a voodoo artifact, mm-hmm. and all through the, all these voodoo related conversations, you're learning little nuggets about like Saint John's Eve and and you know. Uh, these different, uh, you know, voodoo hallmarks. One of the big ones is you find out that there's a, a voodoo talk being given by a professor at the local college. Yeah. And you go sit on that. And that is another, uh, you know, exposition heavy, you know, learning a lot about voodoo. Um, the kind of character kind of looks like Miles Crane. Little like a, like a little chunky Miles Crane. Yeah, I li- yeah. I, li- I liked his his uh, his lecture though. I liked it too. Like all the 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 pedantic parts, of, not pedantic, uh, pedagogical parts of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked. Like yeah. and, you know, they really worked on me. Um, I liked his character too because he's one of the few characters who's just like totally not interested in putting up with Gabriel's bullshit. <laughs> There's an awesome subversion where like you usually do the tell me about thing and people just mm-hmm. eke out little information and you tell me about Professor Hartridge and he gives you this like. You know, just one paragraph description of his entire life. You yeah. know, like, you know, I did this. I, you know, I had this failed dream. I ended up teaching here. I didn't want to do it. Uh, you know, I rarely have sex, but when I do, I'm heterosexual. I haven't been married. <laughs> and he's like, and is that good enough? And you're just like, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. And and it's you know, it's like a pretty fun. You know, he's not. Yeah. Here to play. Yeah, he's 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 the most no bullshit character. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, but he ends up being like the person who saves your ass. Yeah, yeah, he's in instrumental end, to to his own to his own uh, detriment. Yeah, because as you're getting closer and closer to the trail, you find out that you know attention is being paid to you. Yeah, yeah. Which is I like that stuff. I like that bit a lot. Like yeah. the creeping, you know, people around you start dying. Um, one of the days coming up soon. Uh, so you know, before Hartridge dies. He more or less confirms, like, the big thing you get from him is that all these voodoo elements are real. Right. Like, they, there's precedent for all these things. Everything you're finding at the crime scene is totally real, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and you find him dead at some point. Yeah. Um, this is this is after after a crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, I'm, 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 I, I mean, just knowledge. like, 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 like yeah. all of this. We're, we're doing this just a little bit out of order, but, like, the character interactions and stuff are more interesting than, like, and then you had to wait until the... the order you do it in, yeah. You, you, had, to, you had to pay the pay the band to play in the Saints Go March in so that the wind would blow and right, all right, that right, like right. you know like basically everything is driving to you know trying to solve these murders and then when the case is mysteriously closed after you get a little bit too close to it right 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 and and we're just uh looping back just a um a little bit like we talk about people coming on to you what day is it or just i just want to talk about because hey isn't that cool i want chris farley it a little bit when the guy shows up at your shop it's uh it's day five i love that like, like that's so he, cool it's so creepy and yeah. it's yeah it's after it's after crash dies yeah and he looks kind of like crash yeah just yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit like you, he, you wake up one morning and there's a guy who's just staring in the window of your shop mm-hmm. watching you and uh he doesn't react he doesn't do anything he's not malicious you can you know? go up and you can yell at him to go away and yeah, he, doesn't. he doesn't it's real it's real yeah. rough and, and and gray starts getting uncomfortable like before you leave you ask if it's okay if you know 
you know, you leave her alone. Like things start getting, you know, serious. You know, right. Professor Hartridge dies. Another character who, you know, you're investigating, like you go to, uh, to Mosley has a suspect. Right. You know, they've got an informant. And you go sit in on an interrogation with a character named Crash, like this extra from kids, <laughs> you know, just kind of this worst nightmare of like a street punk, you know. He, he sounds like, um, like, uh, like the crow, like an extra from the crow. <laughs> That's what his acting reminds me of. Yeah. And he looks like a micro Robert Smith. And, you know, he's this little goth kid. Yeah. That's the name I was looking for, Robert Smith. There yeah. we go. Yeah, let's yeah. Like a, yeah. Um, but he's he's really interesting because he's just so terrified because he knows how powerful these people yeah. are. Like he has so fallen in. Like he, he's he's out of his element, yep. Donnie. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but uh, um, so but but if he tries to go away, he knows they can kill from a distance, which right. they ultimately do. Yep. Um, yep. And 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 yeah, I really like that too. Is because it's one of the first. You know, I love this whole bit where, like, you know, you know because you're genre savvy that there's something real to this, you know. Yeah. But at watching the characters start to take it seriously is really fun for me. And the, uh, you know, that trope of him being more afraid of these people than anything that you can do or anything, you know, no, there's no way out. Like, he's legitimately distracted. It's legit fear. Right. Like, he's distracted during the interpret, like, the, the, material world things you're talking to him about don't really matter right you know he realizes that's all nonsense because it's actually life or death i really like that Mm -hmm. um you know they can't hold him for anything right so eventually you know you go find him in in the church again kind of a dumb adventure check every place until you just happen to come across something that advances the plot yeah and uh he's willing to talk to you when you show him the bracelet Mm-hmm. So, you know, he knows you're legit and he, you get some more information out of him there. Yeah. Another bullshit adventure game thing. When he, when he ultimately dies of what looks like, mm-hmm. a, you know, a heart attack or something. Yeah. Um, I only knew to check his chest for the tattoo mm-hmm. be- because of a guide. Yeah. Like it was there, was there some kind of in nope. game reason to do that? So you could, there's no reason walk to walk away. Yep. And the, the, you know, New Orleans would live with this corpse in their church. <laughs> like no, no services are going to come pick this guy up until, uh, you know, until you've copied and, down his chest. And the mark on his chest, like, I could draw that. Like, it's not like that needs to... <laughs> you could do research and find out that's what the tattoo is. It's not like it's that elaborate or anything. It's just like a like a, an S with an extra, you know, extra <laughs> curve. It's not a very elaborate snake right. or anything. It's, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, um, kind of stupid. He really. dies and you, you mark down the... Better mark down this mark on his chest. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and write that down. There's one big thing that we've been ignoring, you know, but as we as we kind of drive towards when the case is closed. Um, and it's the coin collecting mini games. Malia. Malia, because you actually do end up... Pursu- uh, yeah, Malia. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Malia, sorry. Yeah. Um, you do end up pursuing this relationship with yeah. her, you know, like this forbidden love. Um, and, the, and the way that you get access to her, ostensibly to you know get leads because she yeah. was one you know she witnessed she, she the crime lives scene. near she didn't witness she lives near it right her right. house happens to be near like yeah um and uh and and so you you have to steal mosley's badge again yeah Mos- yeah again, terrible thing to do <laughs> unwavering patience with you as a yeah. bad friend yeah um <laughs> yeah which is a fun puzzle. Like you, you yeah. adjust a thermostat to make mm-hmm. him take off his coat and then uh, make him get you coffee. Yep. Yep. And so. that's a, is a, is a good, a good puzzle. The mm-hmm. interaction with Malia, I think this is on purpose, uh, is not, is totally fruitless. Like you get no mm-hmm. useful information from it. Right. You know, you're just pursuing it. But what you do is you plant this, 
you know, like Gabriel Knight is following, you know, the hunt game or some <laughs> one of those manuals where it's like, you know, this will get you pussy. Oh, kind yeah. of things, you know, because well, you, it's the, 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 the seduction community, the game mystery, yeah, right? yeah. the mystery, the mystery <laughs> yeah. method. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're, 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 he's throwing out some negs. He's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, so that's an awfully big house you got here. You must be insecure. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. You, know? you do learn some things that are plot relevant, but you don't know they're plot relevant now, which is about right. like the ascension of her family and like the yeah. history and stuff. <clears throat> But really, like, being around her, you guys are both in boner trances for one another, where, like, (laughs) you're both inexplicably drawn to each other, and eventually she starts coming over, you know, and and presumably having all kinds of, like, ridiculous voodoo sex. Yeah. Um, Much to to Grace's chagrin. Yeah, Grace does not like her. And and I like how that... I like how there's never a romantic relationship with Grace. Like, like she's just looking the entire out. series. Yeah, nothing. that's okay. not what Grace is about. And whenever something has the courage to have a male and female just be friends, mm-hmm. it seems really dumb that that's even laudable at this point. But it really <laughs> is. Like, yeah. you know, that's not how, mm-hmm. you know, media works, really. Right. And I like that. Like, they're just, mm-hmm. you know, she's just looking out for you. And you tease her a lot about being jealous, but she's mm-hmm. not. She's just looking out for you. She's right. got a bad feeling about <laughs> about, uh, about Malia. Or, yeah. I've got a bad feeling about this, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, this all kind of leads up to, you know, so the the, the police close the case. Right. You know, crash is, crash is a, a dead end, you know. And you have to, all the evidence you got at this point, you need to convince him. And, and I love it because Mosley lays it out. Like, if I'm going to reopen the case, I need to know this is a legitimate voodoo threat, that they're active, you know, in New Orleans, and that there's, like, uh, precedent, or that they're a menace. Right. And because of the things you found, you know, mm-hmm. this snake scale match. Well, and we go to the voodoo museum before this, because you do you present that, the two mm-hmm. snake scales together. Yeah. And that's, like, the first, like, life or death, death action scene, you know, Um where you go to the voodoo museum one day it's closed yeah and uh the snake comes down and starts to strangle you mm-hmm. and uh you have to know to turn on this fan yeah which freaks the snake out for some yep. reason and then you go back to you go back to grace and she's like oh you got something in your hair yeah you get you get you get that out so that's one of the clues yeah um the other clue that's that, that you get is with hartwell um yeah. because because you leave because you leave the uh the full pattern that you get from the architecture yep. student yep. Um, and he says it's legit and yeah. it was um from like a slave uprising yeah, you know, here from from the past, and mm-hmm. uh, so you learn, you know, that they are violent, you know, that and there is a voodoo cult. So he agrees to reopen it. Yeah, at this point, but like the second he starts reopening it, like he gets from his higher ups, like yep. yeah, uh, you, mandatory you vacation, like yeah, you get out of here, you know, <laughs> like, you take some time off, buddy. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's when you kind of learn how deep this, like, this actually a conspiracy that's going on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, eventually, so because of this, you have to go and take things in your own hands, and you have to visit um, like an actual. Your voodoo ceremony yeah um and this introduced this has a couple like the puzzles leading up to this are both good and bad like the having to buy the uh you know buy the alligator head thing introduces a, a pretty you know, character i find pretty regrettable um and just a real dumb deus ex machina where like you're in your you know some guy you're in your your you wake up in the morning and this uh terrible gay stereotype comes yeah. in and he just yeah. wants to buy this painting that you thought it was in the background mm-hmm. your your father had painted it and you you just have to know to agree to sell it yeah because you need the money to buy this uh animal mask yeah and his name is bruno and he's a terrible stereotype gabe are you gonna sell this painting today yeah yeah it's, like, it's real those are gonna look so bad in the future it's gonna be the same <laughs> like and there's like uh lamar lamar and revenge of the nerds and like uh hollywood from mannequin and all that stuff like 1985 to 1995 there were a lot of really like it's pretty terrible portrayals it's, it's going to be kind of like blackface honestly yeah, honestly and <laughs> and what like eventually fat suits will become yeah you know like all that like stop you know 
making fun, you know, stop being terrible to, to types, <laughs> exactly. you know, make fun of people for their individual qualities and that's okay. You know, <laughs> you know. So it says the man who, who hates publicly hates furries <laughs> and like makes fun of them like crazy. So like, you know, eventually maybe that'll be that's, something. But that's like so far beyond like when you're going to be alive. Like, that's true. Like they're, eventually they're, they're, I'll be long dead by the time. There are people alive today who patronize, you know, minstrel shows. So yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. <laughs> that's far enough down the line. We, yeah. we don't want to anger. If you're a furry, we don't care. Listen yeah. to our show. I don't, yeah, yeah, actually, Please. I guess I don't. I, don't. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, I speak for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. You, you. But yeah, you find out that the uh, you, you you okay. You take you take matters into your own hand. You buy the alligator mask. You get gambling oil for some reason. Yeah. After, oh, you get that so you can so you so you can get a casting of the of the uh, bracelet. Yeah, a casting of the bracelet from um, a black check or chess addict who also happens to have a, a Jewish accent. Yeah, like a crazy... Like, well, what accent was that? That wasn't a Jewish, no, no. Jewish accent. Like, you just did that, like, you were, like, the trade representatives from Attack of the Clones for a second. Yeah, it was. Like, the... Uh, what? As Marcus? Like, he's, like, you know, he's, like, mm, Sam? Like, he's got, like, a... Is it different? But like these yeah. two characters who are just in your like watering hole, yeah. Um, you know who gamble, and that's another that's a bad adventure game thing too because there's no reason for you to think he's a metal worker right. until he owes you a favor. Well, no, he speak he you can you can suss that out from the bartender actually. Oh, okay, like you like you say you know tell tell me about the regulars and then oh, and okay. then I'll, and then I'll go around if you do that enough. That's that's another like kind of like, kind of infuriating thing too. Like along with if they, I wish that they would highlight items in the background mm-hmm. if there was like new information to be had by by asking the same question again i wish that it, w- that it would remain highlighted or something because i don't like cycling back through and pressing the same I thing multiple it, times are you to, sure it's not i'm sure okay because posi- there are like what then what is the so there are things you can ask about that are different colors what are those right. delineations so so like the there are the, the um there are ones that are character specific and those are like light blue. The okay. regular, like the regular blue, are or wait. So, so the regular blue are just ones that you get. So those are your inventory. You know the Cabrera mm. and Coor and all of that. The yellow ones are like where you can. They're character specific and they get more information out of them. And then the light blue ones are ones that come out of asking for that. Ah. So when you ask your grandma about the family, then you can say like, "Tell me about Hans Ritter. Tell me about Hans Ritter. Tell right, me about right. all that stuff." Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gotcha, so that's gotcha. a delineation. So like you like unless you know to ask somebody about snakes like four times to get all the information, you're gotcha, never you're, gotcha. you're, you're not going to learn like like who the who the destroyer is. Right. So a lot is. of times you're just clicking twice. Yeah. For no, and then just to get the I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Any more thing else <laughs> yeah. about that message? Yeah. yeah. That's obnoxious. Yeah. But uh, but that's that, that that's just one of those things to. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's going on concurrently with that. So this all is going. You know, you're doing this in order to to go to a, a voodoo meeting. Um, I like that this this puzzle leading up to it though, like the mm-hmm. the drum drum code puzzle. Yes, is really infamous in this game, and a lot of people hate it. And I love this puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was really cool. I'm big on pattern recognition, so for me, that's you know, like I I, I really liked it. Um, you you really phrased the, the like the, the the epiphany really well. Yeah, that, that you have to have. Yeah, which I which I had when I first played it. You know, played through this like pre walkthrough. Is that you know? So you learn uh, about these drum codes, and that's how these these voodoo this voodoo cartel is communicating throughout the city. And uh, you there's a drummer who just sets outside of um, you know in the square. So you need to uh, feed him. You need to translate what they're doing, and then uh, feed him a message. Or you need to translate what he's doing. Later, you feed someone a message. Um, you do a drum message, but you need to translate what he's doing. You have a book of translations, and. 
you know, that seems like it would be easy because they're just represented kind of like in this weird bastard Morse code, you know, of like mm-hmm. horizontal and vertical lines repeating. The trick is that there are noise drums in between the words. And figuring that out when I was young was, rele- you know, rele- revelatory. Like, I, it blew my mind. Like, I was so happy and felt so smart, like, figuring <laughs> that out. And they kind of foreshadow it because when you listen just to the drums, there are things that repeat with every once in a while. Like, this dit 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 that comes every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And that's the here's a new word code. Yeah. And that goes between every word. And looking at the, the string, which when you look at the string, it starts in the middle of a phrase. Yeah. So you have to find the beginning of the phrase yourself. Mm-hmm. Figuring that out was like a real next level puzzle for this. And I loved it. Like, I, yeah. I'm so happy with that puzzle. It's so good. So yeah, good. it was it was funny because I mean it, it feels like I need to justify my use of a walkthrough um, in certain parts of this. I used one a lot when, when I didn't know what to do next, like when it, or when it just it was just like you know there's hair there's hair hair gel. And how does it stay end? Yeah, how yeah. does it stay end? Yeah, um, but uh, but for stuff like that, like where it gave me a pattern, I was like, oh boy, it's time yeah, to yeah. write stuff down. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and for this one, I actually used the whiteboard above my computer for it yeah. because, because I was I was like tra- tracking along. With it yeah. but but yeah but like the this kind of puzzle this kind of self-contained when you know what you need to do out. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly like the game doesn't not give you the tools the 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 puzzles you're gonna get stuck on is not knowing what to do next it's not going to be you know what to do how do i do it necessarily like those puzzles are all pretty fair right yeah yeah so so you get this and you figure out that there's going to be a conclave at the at the swamp yeah and uh oh this is this is also where you get the tracker yeah right? yeah you have so to go you, you go into mosley's uh, office and uh pick up a tracking device he's gone but you you know you break in there to to get some more you know break into a cop's office and take i mean he gives you permission this isn't actually yeah, yeah. negative or anything <laughs> um the puzzle to get in is through getting the desk sergeant to overeat donuts to make him fall asleep so you can sneak in not the game's finest you know puzzle <laughs> pretty pretty dumb yeah um and the way that you get the donut guy to go back is just saying why don't you go back <laughs> not a lot of business here yeah you know just, yeah yeah the uh but you you put a tracking device you have to pay attention to that voodoo stuff you're learning because you learn what like a small coffin there's a small coffin in the voodoo museum called a ck module mm-hmm. and you, you have to find out what that's called and that's a perfect place to hide a tracking device mm-hmm. it all works pretty neat and then you do this like tracking maze puzzle before that you have and, to tell dr john to bring the ck module yeah oh, right right module. right right. yeah yep so 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 that also involves um you know decoding these messages that are written on the side of a crypt yeah exactly which, yeah that's and, that's what i was thinking of you don't do a drum code at this point you have to decode this yeah so this is kind of like this the climax of the the, this is the high point of the game puzzle wise for me yeah yeah i think these are probably the two this is the coolest thing you have to do like this is really neat and and what's awesome about this is you're 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 given you're given two messages one of them is dj bring you know blah 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 right like you learn that it's like a type of whip but it's you know mostly nonsense but it gives you just enough letters and um moonbeam is unable to translate a certain you know amount of them and then the second one that you get is you know like you know, follow GK, but do not harm or something like yeah. that. So you're given just enough letters, but there are enough that are, but there are enough that Overlap. are left on un- unknown. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, the, the, like there's question marks. So if you fill out, so it's like, keep an eye on GK, but the, but the Y is, you know, yeah. is question mark. And it just so happens you have to figure out what the symbols are that you don't yep. know. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a really strong puzzle and really, you know, really yeah. super, super cool. 
So, you know, you fool Dr. John into thinking that he needs to bring this coffin. <laughs> you do this tracking segment, which is, you know, you'd be in the Lost Woods type of maze, but you have, if you have the turn on the tracker, yeah. you know, you can figure out which way to go. And then end up, this, it's like the first day that doesn't end with you going back to the shop. Right. Like you, uh, you, you know, you get this dust blown in your face. I mean, you get the quiz part in this, which is my favorite <laughs> dialogue moment, um, where like it's, it's literally just, it's, it's a, it's literally a quiz. It's like testing what, uh, yeah. you know, what you remember. Like, like, do, do, do you remember the Loas? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the, which are voodoo gods, like voodoo yeah. kind of totem. Yeah. So uh, they ask, he asks you about Dumbala and then uh, Oingo Oingo. Boingo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just like overpronounce it with the most confidence that anyone has ever said anything. Yeah. Who is the snake that coils around the world? Dumbala. Like you, just, you say, it's so good. It's, yeah. um, but I think that they're on to you because they blow that poison like stuff in your face. Like there's something like menacing. It gets really like. It gets, it gets real. Yeah, creepy. It gets real, real. Yeah. The, she's like killing chickens and like drinking their you know, snaps and neck drinks blood bok, 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 you know just like um becomes all bill cosby bukowski on this shit and the, yeah, you know and, and you wake up with this terrible headache you've had this hallucinogen yeah and uh well what's yeah. notable about that about that scene too is uh um i, w- I was actually shocked at pixel titties yeah yeah pixel titties <laughs> sorry yeah yeah sorry. they make klonoa's titties look like shit <laughs> like shit on a dick um <laughs> um but, um, yeah. But but no, just I, I was I like you know you're you're watching these voodoo revelers and they're topless women and yeah. for me like I couldn't imagine being thirteen yeah. playing that like, yeah that it's a, been... it was it's like it really underlined how adult it themed but it's not yeah. I don't feel like it's adult like you know nineties Punisher is like it's still you know it's a it's it's a good like pulp genre fiction it's, story it's not like, gratuitous at no all, it's I don't not like, like there and it's it's as it's like national geographic almost literally like yeah. you could be watching a voodoo <laughs> ceremony on you know a nature special right and they would be naked from the waist up because that's what it is you know mm-hmm. that's what it is yeah not gratuitous at all and, not meant to entice you not meant to get put you into a boner trance at all and then it's you in jeans and a crocodile mask <laughs> <laughs> like they, they they knew are those are those levi 501's dog yeah <laughs> like yeah. uh, uh, ogon bought a green <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i love this uh, this this first scene of seeing dr john in the full uh gear and stuff too because he's mm-hmm. very physically imposing like he's like a full foot and a half taller than you you know what's, what, what's so scary about a big black man gary huh well like he, they're like he, they're so strong and they're, they're so good at sports <laughs> yeah you're baiting me into to saying something <laughs> yeah, terrible so yeah but um yes no no but he's 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 a good villain he's um, great not not yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. just because of how like what's how, so villainous about big black people <laughs> <laughs> no he, he's he, he's so like he's 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 villainous in the way a good bond villain is yeah to where yeah. to like to where he can be a very he's very affable yes um yep. and like he's very helpful to you like a yep. lot of the a lot of the answers to the questions they ask you he provides yeah yeah really know? strangely yeah like you wouldn't know this if it wasn't for for him exactly yeah yeah so yeah. so he's a he's a great resource to you yeah you know until yeah. you know he, he tries to murder you yeah <laughs> something we haven't talked about very much and partly because i feel like it's not tacked on because it becomes important but throughout this whole time your uncle has been trying to get a hold of you like wolfgang ritter and you have to do the the family stuff to figure out that he's part of your family i like the 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 small mindedness of like you don't want to call him back because it's a long distance call to germany <laughs> yeah. and then you're writing down the number to germany and dialing in you know the 14 digits or whatever like that was kind I'm of subversively gonna, fun to me like i'm not gonna make this call it's yeah. germany man. Yeah. but eventually you, the around here is you call him back you get your journal sent to you and you start learning a little bit about like 
your family's connection to this whole thing. Right, right. So, yeah, like, once you finally decide to, you know, eat the collect coffee or whatever, 1-800-C-O-L-C-T, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, you, you, you call him and he sends you he sends you this journal and you find oh, out. Weird reference, Cole. What? I just don't want to let that just kind of <laughs> go by that you just sang the 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-T-E-C-T. 1010220, dog? Yeah. Oh, TV's the same everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we both grew up in the same region. Yeah, that, that's too, true. That's so. true. Do you have Empire Carpet commercials? Uh, no, that's just no. Uh, just we, like Northern we, Illinois. We, we had we had Buddy's Carpet. You oh. got a buddy in the carpet business. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. five people just had a Pavlovian response to that. Well, one of the uh, <laughs> when I one of the times I saw Tim and Eric and they played in uh, Chicago. DJ Doug Pound did a, a remix of local commercials and local NPR personalities yeah. for Chicago, like all mixed into like a dance mix, mm-hmm. and was really like you know all old commercials for my youth um which was really fun yeah but uh, but once you decide to uh to the to, to c-o-l-e-c-t uh to call him you uh you you, you know you, you get this journal and you find out about the family history and how it ties into voodoo right because because one of your you know it's like there's this intersection between the gettys and the ritters Yes. You know, way back before the Civil War. Yes. Um, where a talisman was lost in, like, when when uh, one of the ancestors was, was written yeah, by Yeah, witch this. hunter. Yeah. yeah. Like you, a I mean, witch you come hunter. from this kind of, like, neo-inquisitors, this, these things called shot and yagers, which is yeah. a shadow, shadow hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, modern day, like, monster fighters mm-hmm. things. And your family has been in decline ever since yeah. this moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of figure out that or find out that it's because of this talisman because of the talisman, stolen. because like, because, you know, he was he was in love with this with this woman. He killed her and she became this powerful voodoo Loa who was yes. possessing all of her younger yep. ancestors all the way down to uh, all the way down to uh, Malia, Mal- Malia yep. which makes it really weird because it's implied that Malia was the was the result of their union or something. Yeah, there's so, something like that. Yeah. Which so is so, some kind of related. Yeah. Some kind of incestual uh, <laughs> thing. And because of this, this talisman, her family's been. Ascension, so like she's this yeah. kind of rich ice queen who does you know uh, her her job is philanthropy and and okay. stuff like that, and it's because she has this talisman, this voodoo power, you know, mm-hmm. that's allowed this to, to be. So eventually, you know, you learn like and and also you just want to get out of New Orleans because it's dangerous. <laughs> the heat's on. Yeah, the heat, the heat, the H is O, and you need to, to go, go to go to Germany. Yeah. Um, so you book a ticket. Ticket. I love that the travel <laughs> agency is also on the uh, is also on, on that, that page, page of a uh, yeah. Oh. Um, th- this is also where you where you think that uh, where you, where you think that uh, mostly is dead. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you're another crime against mostly. <laughs> Like even though that scene in the in the uh, mausoleum is really cool. Oh yeah, like I, mean, I like that. Yeah. It was kind of a it was kind of a punch in the gut. Yeah, you, you yeah. know, because like you see, I mean, he looks fucking dead. Is what right. he looks like. Yeah, and, and that's really you know because he at this point is so good hearted and like mm-hmm. you know your childhood best friend. He looks dead. You get knocked out and then just wake up later. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't know what what that is what happened to you yeah. but so whoever it is and it makes sense because it's not a plot hole because it could be that the voodoo people are letting you live mm-hmm. you have this message you know follow gk but do not harm you know right and uh at this point you're kind of putting together that like molly is connected to this she, you know that you. she's got a boner trance for you like <laughs> she's not going to totally you know she's going like, to protect you to, to a degree no she, she even goes so far as to like to say to her ancestor like hey don't fucking kill this dude yeah let him yeah. go <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm in, in magical love with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like you, you go there because you think that the talisman might be buried in New Orleans because mm-hmm. because uh, because uh, what's it, what's it, what's his name? Uh, um, Goethe. 
uh, Ritter, yeah. or whatever his name. He, or, yeah, Wolfgang Ritter. He he says like, yeah, I haven't been able to find it up here, so maybe yeah, maybe, maybe it's, it's down there. there. Um, yeah, but, so so you but, you steal his uh, um, American excess or something yeah, like that. Uh, uh, Americans repressed. American. <laughs> Americans <laughs> repressed. Yeah, uh, credit. You know, there aren't even uh, there are barely American Express cards anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but yeah, I, it, it's a real. Uh, Weird attempt at like a real schlocky joke in yeah. the middle of this. Like, I like to use my Americans repressed card, please. <laughs> my name's Mosley. You know, using the uh, you know, so this credit card fraud that you commit, yes, and put this international flight <laughs> on, uh, to, to get out of town. Yeah, yeah. on Mo- on Mosley's card. Yeah, and end up in uh, Schloss Ritter, your like ancestral home. Yeah, um, there's not very much real estate to Germany. Like, you're only three rooms, right? In, in Germany, and it's kind of an abbreviated part. Like I know you were talking about him going through the hero's journey really quick. Like <laughs> I would, I'm going to agree with you about this that that happens a little too fast, mm-hmm. you know, and it is a little abbreviated. Be- because like you, you can know what it you you, you can know that uh, like Schottenjagers exist mm-hmm. to a certain extent up you know up until that point, but like you never like it never lets on that you're going to be one. Yeah, right. And then yeah. just like you go through this real hasty ceremony to to do it. Yeah, and it's kind of a fun puzzle, like going around and yeah. be, going around these three rooms and getting the necessary things to to do that. I like that puzzle, yeah. but just the but just the idea that it leads to this kind of apotheosis of like going from scumbag Gabriel to you, yeah. you know, maybe it would have been stronger to just have that be like the actual test of the end of this, like doing that good, being the. Uh that being the trial or what have you or having him like actually do the conversion off camera like we know he's well, i mean it's not that we don't think he's gonna be a shot like we know everybody in his family are shot he yeah. comes that's ritters are shot um but having him you know just go through this without ever actually becoming one and then just doing the pass off between games or open the second game with it or have the game end with a ceremony or mm-hmm. something maybe it would have been stronger like he doesn't need to be a shot well i guess he does to make the amulet do magic yeah like this is where like the real supernatural elements like get underlined a lot like the vo- <laughs> you know the voodoo cartel like you know gave crash a teleheart attack but like mm-hmm. other than that like this is where things get magic yeah this is the indigo prophecy moment yeah <laughs> the, uh, uh, to a certain extent yeah, yeah i mean yeah, yeah. Th- that's that's yeah, not the, unfair the, the, the drastic tone shift yeah from grounded to supernatural yes. right um i think they lay the the groundwork a little bit better than indigo prophecy does because that's infamous and i yeah. and this is somebody who likes indigo like, oh, yeah, I, I love I like it. that it's, game it's yeah. um but yeah you're right um the uh, i love man satan when you or not satan the dragon <laughs> the dragon see like he looks so like goblinoid and evil mm-hmm. like it's so weird your, your soul smells gabriel like it's like <laughs> yeah. jesus christ like what that's a weird depiction of a dragon yeah and I, 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 I like that just like you know so like say what your sins are and like yeah. he like you know just like it's like legitimate you know like i've never committed anything and all that yeah. like it's like it's not like oh gosh i've you know i have like 50 people in my basement it's like yeah you yeah know, yeah, <laughs> you know, like like maybe it's because I identify with them. A little yeah, bit. <laughs> but it's like I never take anything seriously in my life. I've never yeah. been devoted to a higher cause than myself. Yeah. And then, and then, then that's that, that's the arc, and it's not inherently bad or anything like that. Like I think we both have some quibbles with how it's handled, but the idea of this like womanizing shitty roust about you know learning to take things seriously and stuff like that, like that's a good character arc. Yeah, it's a good story. Like, yeah, like this is. I mean, all in the end, in this game is like a good piece of genre fiction like this is a good story like i mm-hmm. like it you know it's complete it's satisfying yeah. on its own the pacing is a little weird <laughs> you know but other than that like i like this story i like yeah. that you eventually you know get come to this re- revelation even though it could have happened you know with throughout an actual ritual and throughout the actual mechanics of it is a little bit 
you know, yeah, silly. Um, having this, like, you know, becoming a shot in Jaeger uh, mostly gives you access to a library. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the only that's the whole reason for that whole thing. It's not even mm-hmm. to use the amulet, so you can be, get access to a library, right? Um, and but, and the key just magically appears. Yeah, yeah, the key the key just appears on your your bedside table. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, I could see like Gertie putting it there, like it could yeah. still be hand waved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you, uh, you try to figure out where this, uh, where Uncle Wolfgang is, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you do through so through this little library puzzle where like you know which is kind of fun like you learn a lot about these things but like mm-hmm. it has to do with checking different books and then referencing other books right. in the way that like research yeah works. so it says like check out this book in archaeology you go to the archaeology section just one of them happens to pop out at you mention something about religion and then you go to the religion section etc you learn about these african burial mounds and get to day nine which is definitely the weirdest day <laughs> in in gabriel knight's life yeah. just, just a bit like this is um yeah zombies and yeah yeah there are zombies in this game yep. um <laughs> you know you do this kind of like you're doing this puzzle like the 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 circles are laid out like a clock yeah. And you uh, you have to put the, these uh, tiles in order that look like light switch panels, mm-hmm. like like nothing like the world other than that. Like they look like you know, um, but you're going through and putting them in order, and then you you put a staff into one, and when you do these like uh, they look like what are they called like the 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 redads, yeah, the, well, re- redads. I was thinking in real life like the um, <laughs> the people who are like the uh, like they look like kind of like Hiroshima shadows. Like it reminded me of or like. Um, People made uh, are made of ash after a volcano. What is yeah, that? Yeah, like, like the Pompeii kind yeah, of castings. Yeah. yeah, they look like yeah. that, um, but they come to life. Yeah, they're like mummies. Know? Yeah, and they, and they want your heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and like that's pretty fucking gruesome. I failed at this a lot. Yeah, because because like you, it's one of the most action heavy sequences in the game yep. where you have to just know which direction to run. Yeah. Um, and you can, you get, you know, we save at the beginning of it. Oh God. Yeah. You know, and, and every guy that I read was like, yeah, yeah. I had a big, like triple bold underline save, yeah, save. And, and you can save in between. You can save whenever you want. You can do multiple saves. Like they yeah. make it and you can always freeze the action by putting your cursor up in the, the verb section of the screen yeah. um, to consider what you're going to do. But it really is, you know, you have to just kind of see where these things are coming from and try to avoid them yeah. using an adventure game locomotion engine which is not strong <laughs> well like what was most frustrating like it, i i didn't have trouble figuring out that like you had to swing on the vine to get mm-hmm. past the like the when you were in the room with the three the three of them it was the one where the guy was standing right by the door and he yeah. was like walking at you so you had to like juke yeah, him up to, to the corner and it's and hard because the, his his collision box yeah, is so huge. crazy yeah it's weird and, and not counterintuitive that, yeah. that took me a lot of tries to yeah yeah um when you get there, eventually you get past them, and, and Wolfgang pops out with a torch and is like action Wolfgang. <laughs> He's like Van Helsing. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Um, and and you guys get into the inner chamber, um, and you have to uh, unlock the amulet. So this is like the the Getty family, you know, crypt, and this amulet's giving her power from from you know transcontinentally. Mm-hmm. To open this thing, you need to uh, put a heart into it. Yeah, and uh, it needs to be a beating heart. It needs to be you know a live heart. But yeah. Uncle Wolfgang actually, you know, he tells you like my power, you know, my time is done. I'm an old shot in Yager. You know, he's mm-hmm. an old dog. And it's time for the new dogs to get you across the room. He says, "Hey, go take the heart out of that zombie." Yeah, but and, then he does the most metal thing in the entire world <laughs> yeah. and rips his own beating heart out of his chest. Yeah, and I mean, puts it yeah. On. <laughs> and, and you you give a hilarious like will who does the backlog killer blog like underlines this and there's a link to it but you do the most <laughs> wolfgang no <laughs> yeah you do a, a amazing uh do not want uh yeah. moment at this and it's, it's so funny 
Um, like it, 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 like it took, it took gravity out out of what like could have been a pretty cool moment. I mean, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't know Wolfgang except over the phone. You know, he's kind of your savior because he gets you out of New Orleans and leads you to like ultimate. You know, tells him where you need to be yeah. in your fate. But you know, you don't have family other than that. Like, other, right. well, your grandma, but like you don't know your immediate family. So it's like right. learning, and he's your tie to the Schottenjager mm-hmm. thing. Like, so I mean, it could have been very, you know. Much more grave, and, and Tim Curry's not a bad actor. Like no. it's not, so I just it's a weird. It's, it, it was it was poor direction. Yeah, on, yeah. honestly, like yeah. you know, it, it reminds me of Seven. Whenever I th- see the movie End of the Seven, I'm just like I imagine like you know I know that uh, uh, Brad Pitt's a good actor, and I imagine him just being like what, what's in the box, you know, <laughs> and the director just being like you know, and even though I trust David Fincher, but just be like no no no, no. be more like what's in the box, you know, like, just, just do that whole you know no no make it more. Terrible. Like, make it stupid. Can, can you just reduce the quality of yeah, this? Yeah, just bring the whole level down a little bit. Um, yeah, it, always, it reminds me of that. Yeah. But going back, like, you're definitely in Endgame now. You're flying yeah. back. And for, this is, I kind of like this as a perspective thing. This happens cinematically. But, like, from the plane, you're like, I don't know where the secret voodoo Han Four could be. But you see the layout of the park. And, like, from the sky, it matches the a burial wheel mound. within a wheel. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and and this is where it gets to be like I, I I like this tonally, but there there are certain parts of it where it's too easy to fail four steps before you or not know you fail like fail yeah, four steps before yeah. you had the choice. And you're specifically yeah. talking about uh, leaving Mosley, not giving him all the the ways out. Is that what you're talking about? Right, right. So like I know that I need like you know Mo says now now put the tracker and then you know where, where wherever this thing is right. But like yeah. so, so I put it under there. I was like okay I'm gonna go. But yeah. I forgot to leave the snake. Yeah, he rod needs the key in, in as well. Yeah, yeah, he's the key to get in as well. I did that too. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, you know unfortunate. But there are two endings. Like it's if you don't do that, it's an ending to the game. You know. Like, mostly not showing up. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it's not. Like, it's not, like, a cinematic. I mean, it's, like, a non-standard game over? Or? Kind of. Like, you still do the, like, I'd rather not be dead, like, thing. Yeah. But you get a totally different... Like, like the way it the shakes la- out. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I saw that. Like, yeah. I got to that. I was like, oh, well, what do, yeah. what do I do? Yeah, this enough isn't... to almost be an alternate ending. Like, it's yeah. very different. Um, but, yeah, that is that is hard. And, you know, to be fair, I made the same mistake, so I'm not calling you out. But, mm-hmm. you know, you should know that he's going to need to get in. Yeah, know, and the, the elevator I, needs to go back up. I just, I just imagined that. Yeah, like, it just like, take care of itself. It, it was, it, it was up there without, without the snake rod yeah. being in there. So I just yeah. figured, like, you, you know, you go in, you can't have, you, you can't have somebody going in for confession and then falling fifty yeah, feet to yeah. their death, right? <laughs> this is a pile of corpses on top of that elevator. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody cleans that church. <laughs> Janitor's been, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. the crash was there for fucking five days. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, but eventually, you know, get there, and you're in this like circular again, a circular chamber that's like the kind of futuristic Star Trek Next Generation looking, you know, doors, yeah. uh, Voodoo Han for, and it has that same thing that I love in Maniac Mansion, where like you are somewhere where you're not supposed to be, and things uh, to a degree are happening independently of you. Right, and I love that. Like you know, that's a really tension inducing mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's not true that people are walking around there until you set them into motion. Right. But it seems a little bit like it could be. Like, you can walk in on Dr. John, and he's in a religious, you know, fervor and doesn't see you. But, like, if you're mm-hmm. there long enough, he he'll, does. He'll get you. Yeah, yeah. he gets you. Um, and you just, you know, you do, you're not supposed to be there. The music's really tense. It's really cool. Yeah. It, and it's a really sterile environment, but if they have these, like, you know, voodoo trappings, like, you walk into this room, and it's like the it's like the, uh, the pet shop from Pee Wee's. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. um, and then you find all their money, like yeah. just you know. You know just... Did you take the money? 
No, no. You, you can take a bunch of money to live for the rest of your your life, and he'll take it. <laughs> he will. And until you can take it until like he stops you, and he's like a million dollars, I'll do it. Like he's, <laughs> you know, he's he's pretty into you stealing the voodoo money. Um, so that you have no no moral compunctions about that. Um, we forgot to mention this, but when you get back to uh, New Orleans, you find that Grace has been kidnapped. Yes. Yeah. So um, you know, you can kind of intuit that she's here. Or there's a note. Mm-hmm. Malia leaves you a note, mm-hmm. right? Some, some, yeah there's something some, like that something like, like yeah that, you yeah. uh yeah there is a note there's there's definitely a note so you know that she's there and uh you kind of go through these different puzzles you have to get a key card um the coolest puzzle in this is using the drum codes to summon mm-hmm. dr john to the circle and then going into the area where he's at to get a key yeah and and you know having a good enough grasp of where you're at and where he's coming from and where you're going to 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 know where to walk without without crossing his path without running into him yeah. that's really cool and then very maniac mansiony yeah like very uh you know ringing the doorbell maniac yeah. mansion the, the only thing that makes that trickier is it's difficult to have your bearing on it without drawing a diagram and again yeah. I use my whiteboard for this because i was making mistakes left and right mm. but um but yeah you know it's it's a circuit it's circular just like the snake mound is mm-hmm. and um and and so just saying okay so here's the elevator here's this you know here's that so knowing which way he was going to follow took so it took a little bit of trial and error but it was still a neat puzzle i just i saved probably more in this last in, in these last two days than yeah and the rest of it combined because yeah. really this is the only time you can die yeah, yeah other than like the, the snake sna- and the, the zombies snake. yeah yeah but you can die frequently here yeah um you eventually you get to the the ending of it you find grace mosley finds you mm-hmm. um in kind of a dumb deus ex machina you use the amulet to wake up grace and it just does it yep okay um, <laughs> well, i suppose this has some kind of power yeah yeah that, that does it and the the ultimately like you know so you're trying to come up with a plan i love that scene where you're trying to come up with a plan and she's just like come, and you're like i don't know you know like you're not you haven't thought this out up to this point you just know that you need to get her out um so the you know the plan is to wing it and her to pretend <laughs> it's like, her to pretend to be knocked out still like what if tetalo shows up <laughs> yeah exactly and they're just like no no let's just hope you know mm-hmm. we can stop malia before she becomes tetalo mm-hmm. um we'd seen her kind of like Tetelo, like, Loa's ride people is what yeah. they call it. And, you know, we kind of get possessed by this evil version of, of Malia. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the ceremony begins um, where they're going to sacrifice Grace. And do we, I can't remember, what's going to happen as a result of this ceremony? Is this, like, the final culminating event of anything? Like, is this summoning, you know, fucking... I was going to ask you the very Kastonian. same question. I can't remember. I don't it's... think it is. I think that they're just going to sacrifice... Like, I'm sure there is. I'm sure it's something... But I missed it. Yeah. Well, like, it, it has to be, like, a routine thing for them. Except, I guess that's except, true. except for the fact that they're doing it to somebody who right. is... You care you, about. You, that, that you care about, specifically the person who poses the biggest threat to the organization. Right, right. You know, so, like, they, they like the, that, I think, is, is why it's big. Because, it, you know, there's a morgue there, like, where yeah, bodies are being yeah. capped. So, they're, they're doing you know, that, yep. it's, not, it's not like they're just... And this yep. is our first time doing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess like the j- genre expectations want me to think this is going to summon some like terrible thing, like world-ending condition. You know, like maybe it'll summon the destroyer of man or whatever. Yeah, or Ogun, like Ogunbaragri. Ogunbaragri. <laughs> yeah, I always um, want to say Oingo Boingo. Yeah, it's going to summon Oingo Boingo. I mean, some some kind of dead it's man's a dead party. Man's party. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Where's my fucking I mean, bell? All right. <laughs> okay. So. Um, yeah, here's someone going go boingo. <laughs> like Oingo Boingo just wants to be summoned at this point. Like, please well, no. summon us. Well, no, like, he, he, he can't well, do it because yeah. it'll destroy his voice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, poor Oingo Boingo. Why, why do I know so much about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, premier Oingo Boingo cast. Uh, yeah, but um, that was a good video. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but like, what's what, what's amazing about this is y- you know. <laughs> there, there are a couple of things that are awesome about 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 this final sequence. Not the least of which is you're winging your approach at it. You mm-hmm. know, Tetalo rides her at the beginning. You know, just like no matter yeah, what, yeah, it's too late. Like uh, you, yeah. you get there and she's already being ridden. Yeah. So, so you, you know, she, you know, Grace wakes up. You know, she's she, she's faked being you know passed out so that they, they they don't know the jigs up. Um, um, and uh, Doctor John like holds her hostage and um mostly shoots dr john and he just dies yep. you know it's kind of a nice bane moment yeah yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. is that spoil the only appropriate axe yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he, um, so he just goes down with a gunshot it's fun yeah um and uh and what we were the, talking about before is like if you don't put down the uh the snake rod for mosley to join you mm-hmm. you can you have the enemy that you can deal with tetalo but you can't deal with dr john right you know so dr john comes and crushes your skull essentially um and murders you um, so you need Mosley there to back you up yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. but the, but the, but the nicest bit is, you know, so, so Dr. John's dealt with and you have grace there and, you know, Tetalo is like, just, you know, like just angry and wants the talisman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the bit of deus ex machina that I can't decide if I like this or hate it mm-hmm. is, you know, when you're, when you're having a conversation earlier with Mosley, you talk about how you used to torture girls by playing yeah. uh, monkey in the middle with them. Yeah. You know, just like they did it with like, you know, teachers and with, and with girls on the playground and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you know the, the the ultimate solution is you have to use the talisman on you know like not on tentalo not on grace but on mostly like, yeah throw throw it to him yep. so that she'll go back and forth until ultimately some, yep. something happens i yep. forget what but it's, yeah the, well, it's, the earth cracks open yeah so i guess they are summoning something <laughs> yeah something's happening because they're summoning their the earth cracks open yeah yeah and, like, that, and that does it there's another there's a little idol that pops up under like a stone pedestal that you have to grab mm-hmm. to ultimately make the earth crack open i think yeah it's a little confusing like it's not 100 percent clear storytelling yeah it does lead to like the big choice at the end of the game is that mm-hmm. you know malia is no longer being ridden by tetalo well she kind of is but she's keeping her at bay yeah because, keeping her at bay because, and, because ultimately like you know no matter what you do she'll 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 fall and die and both her and tetalo are gone right but you can try to save her or you can stab her while she's hanging from you can Jesus use the knife on her Christ. at that point is the other ending yeah so yeah she is going to die and and tetalo makes it makes her let you go but if you can not forgive her like you can stab her while she's gonna fall is there is there a difference in the in the ending dialogue mm-hmm. for that yep I would like, hope there's so. two ending. Yeah, there's this. Like, well, that was weird. You know, the, the, uh, <laughs> no, there's there's definitely an ending, like it, or a different a difference, and just kind of choosing that between like forgiveness or like, you know, they frame it in these kind of like vigilance. You know, mm-hmm. like I am a Schottenjäger. This person, you know, was a vehicle for evil. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I always choose to save her because there's no cost yeah, to it. Yeah, well, it's the it's the human thing to do, right? Um, and it kind of ends, you know, that's Gabriel Knight. Like it ends with uh, you and Grace talking on a bridge yeah. and her saying, you know, you being like, I'm going to go to Germany, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. shot now and her being like, I'm going to quit grad school mm-hmm. and, uh, and join you. And like, it's a, it's a series. It's one of the more graceful like setups for a sequel, mm-hmm. I think, because the whole game is setting up. Right. For this, you know, this new life, like it'd be weird if it'd just be like, I'm a shot nigger now. You don't get to learn about those adventures. You just get to the you know, only, you know, amateur novelist is the only adventures you get. You know, that would be weird. But yeah, that ends up being Gabriel Knight. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't feel like we have any like general or frustrations no, about it. We, no, like, we, we, we were pretty comprehensive in the in the going through shit. Yeah, part yeah. Of it. I mean, I, I like I suggest this. I love this game. Like, I really like this game. Yeah, um, you know, very formative and very. Uh, I just think that the narrative just works really well. Like, it's a very good, uh, a very good story. Like, a very good genre pulp mm-hmm. story. Like, I like the characters. There's tons of personality. Some obnoxious puzzles, you know, something like that. But I like it as a B side. To Maniac Mansion, which like Maniac Mansion is really funny. It's very like the Lucas are you know this I feel like is the kind of the peak of the Sierra mm-hmm. model, which is a little bit more serious yeah. and everything like that. And the Lucas Arts, which are very funny, and I love those games, mm-hmm. you know. But the uh, I think there's room for both. Like I like both experiences. I was worried going into this, like because of everybody saying how serious this was. I was worried that it was going to be humorless, mm, and that's um, not the case. No, no, it's quite funny. Yeah, like I mean, intentionally and unintentionally. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, like, like like I mentioned, you know, a lot of the dialogue is genuinely good and you know and, and funny. You know, just the blessing alone would be worth the price of admission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it, it definitely is you know very much a paragon of its camp. I mm-hmm. think. You know, as 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 somebody who who you know, who, I, I cut my teeth more on on you know Monkey Island and Maniac mm-hmm. Mansion and all of that, but I played my fair share of you know Police Quest, yeah, you, you know, yep. and and Leisure Suit Larry, yeah, and, and all that when I was young. And then these, you know, this I think is it holds up better than those. Like I think you know, like King's Quest games are fucking really, really like the first few of them like every once in a while i'm like it'd be cool to have beaten all the king's quest games no it wouldn't no like you know, <laughs> no that's not cool i don't i don't want to do that um you know and this is when the, this is the point i guess like king's quest 4 also is pretty you know is essentially this like it's you mm-hmm. know it's it's very similar to this but with medieval and a little bit more punny but like this is the point where like sierra got its shit together yeah. You know, so and I'm happy that they did. I'm glad that there are t- there are two Paragons of Adventure Games offering two very different flavors, mm-hmm. but both kind of working really well. Yeah, you know, I don't necessarily like. I love Maniac Mansion. It's probably my favorite, you know, LucasArts adventure game, but it's probably not like their peak. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably like Monkey Island Two. You know, something like Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, you know, maybe or Full Throttle or something is like their actual them at their absolute peak. But yeah. it's nice to take this company that takes a totally different view and also look at them at their best. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, I know that you haven't played them. Like Gabriel Knight Two is really good. Yeah. Like when you when you next time you feel like playing an adventure game, you know, and and it's not for the show, like it's very good. I'm I'm interested in lore. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm I'm interested to see what happens next. And if if anything, the this game was successful for that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I, I it, it piqued my interest in the universe. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot more story to this than than like Maniac Mansion or like Mist or something like that. Like it's yeah. a much more it's on that narrative state. Like I know, I know that. Well, you read the Mist novels, like Mist, <laughs> Mist. Okay, so what? Did, I had this discussion with Will. Like in Mist, the okay, so it's, if there not being more stories, the puzzles are directly resultant of wanting to advance the story, right? Whereas Mist, the story takes place in the backgrounds and the world and in between puzzles. Yeah, the puzzles uh, are merely roadblocks between bits of story in yeah. Mist, or or or, or they're or they're you know implicit storytelling. The puzzles it didn't seem like they they there's that much intersection. There's some like you're in the you know the land with the the monkey people, and it's like yeah. they use this water based electricity system like mm-hmm. so that is a puzzle that has to do with the world, 
but the story that's revealed is that they use a water-based electricity yeah. system. Yeah, I just I, I would say, I would say that it's the, it's the difference between you know deduction and induction. Mm. You, you know, mist is a very inductive narrative, whereas this is deductive. Right. I'm, I'm not. I mean, no, no, you're not making a. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not making a value judgment. Obviously, I, I love both. Yeah. But uh, but but I sorry, I just bristled at like. No, no, no. I, it's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> just like one has exposition and one does and one doesn't. Right. Right. Well, and, so when and, I say story, that's what more I mean. Like, I guess, like what I would say. Like, and I like the story of Mist. Like, you know, mm-hmm. go back to episode two and listen to me like it. Like, I like the story <laughs> of Mist. What I will say is, I mean, I guess the stronger point is that, like, the puzzles being more, like, it's a much smoother transition. Mm-hmm. Like, playing the adventure games we played, and even Longest Journey. Like, playing, we've done four adventure games for the, five adventure games for the show doing Mac Venture. You know, which is a lot. 25%, you know, or like, uh, you know, like, not 25, but like 15% of the, mm-hmm. the, the games we've done for the show have been adventure games. And the thing that, looking back on something, I think this is the best integration, this in the longest journey, mm-hmm. of puzzle into story, yeah. you know, going through. Whereas Mist is, I guess, like, the Mac Venture games are a little bit further along that axis. But it's really interesting to do several games of the same genre and have this much difference mm-hmm. in them. You know, it's a really rich, like, there's a reason why we love these and do them so often. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a lot to it. Well- I mean, does it go back to like just the the, the authorial fingerprint on it, you and know? that's why there's that big of a difference? Yeah, between I mean, just things? like the, just that, just that you know, yeah, there are the there are these you know different schools of thought within within between these companies, but also just you know the different individuals creators. that make them. So the, these adventure games, you know, whatever whatever kind of troop or company you know line they're trying to follow, it's still very much an expression of you know whoever yeah, decided like one, actually one person want to tell the yeah. story. Right. Yeah. And that, that very well could be it, but yeah. it's cool. Like it's a good reason to love I, this I love genre. It. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and then like we take, you know, take something like there's so much like, you know, not to just make this whole cast to be like evangelizing, evangelizing about adventure games, but like mm-hmm. it takes something like Dear Esther, which like, you know, or it takes something like, you know, I played a, a home, you know, where there's like new people who are doing it and they are all very much singular visions. They're all very different mm-hmm. for being the same genre. And, uh, a lot of those differences express in that like difference between where how puzzles fit in, you know, and w- from the extent of where like they don't at all in Dear Esther mm-hmm. to where they do mostly as gates to unlocking more, you know, indirect storytelling and mist or something like this, where like it's literally you want to find out more of the story yeah. and you need to solve a puzzle to find out more. This you know? is this is the best the best implementation of we, we call it investigation, but it's like acquiring useful knowledge about the world yeah i think yeah like you know it, it rewards you for paying attention to things that would otherwise seem incidental yes um you yep. know whereas whereas mist rewards you for you know paying attention to scenery and for paying attention to you know journals and just you yeah. know, the interactions between different different mechanical things and yes. you know later on cultural and you know flora and fauna um, th- this actually is investigation. I think the, the 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 comparisons between L.A. Noir and you know Indigo Prophecy yep. are very apt. Yeah, this is kind of a definitely like a there's this DNA in both those games, um, and also I think this does it better than you know the closest game as far as just direct genre that we've done would be the Longest Journey, and I like this better than than I end up like you know that I like the Longest Journey mm-hmm. partly because the Longest Journey definitely you know and it, again like reference episode six or seven or whatever one where we talked about it. Where I feel like it was eight, eight. Um, where uh, the the world building, like you know, the main world you start out in, I can't remember the name, but like the techno world, like where there's very little 
to know what that is or how it came about yeah. or anything like that. Like it's not rewarding that world building part. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of like a personal journey that I really like. There's some good puzzles. There's really good detail, mm-hmm. but it's not about that, you know, the, the gaining information as a gameplay mm-hmm. thing, which I really like. And that was what was so impressive to me about LA Noir. Like, you know, and I, I remember like emailing you about this, like when I started, like, did you ever play that? Like, this is a fucking, you know, adventure game where the primary mechanic is asking questions. This is mm-hmm. rad as shit. Yeah. And because you, you know, are more up to date on modern games, like I just played LA Noir, you know, nine months ago. I bought it at launch. And yeah, exactly. Week, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I had no, no, you know, I was, I was a little, you know, like I thought it looked neat, but I'm not the biggest fan of Rockstar, you know, and, and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, I really, up until the ending of that game, I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, that game, talk about game, the fucking Indigo Prophecies, like, <laughs> yeah, that game just, gets tons of shit. Stop after Vice. Yeah, yeah, it turns, <laughs> you know, it turns to that game, god damn it. Um, but the, uh, when it's when it's firing, it's, it's as good as it gets, you know? Yeah. And it's that same thing, like, it's so fun to, like, ask questions and put together clues. Mm-hmm. It lets you make those intuitive leaps, you know? And mm-hmm. that's what you know adventure games like games are based in puzzles or thinking that's the fun like that moment that i figured out the raw drums thing like that's the fun mm-hmm. i made the intuitive leap i yeah. did that you know it wasn't a reflex it wasn't anything like that it's testing something different that other games don't test yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you want to talk about uh, listener responses? Yes, yes, we had a we, we had a good deal of uh, mm-hmm. of response after a couple of episodes yeah. <laughs> where, where we where we um, almost explicitly discouraged it. We're very well. No, we we had the anniversary episode, then the Ron Gilbert episode. Yeah, a lot of non-standard episodes. So yeah. this is kind of a return to form for yeah. us as a uh, you know yeah. listener. We didn't, so we didn't solicit responses about maniac mansion no no we yeah. didn't that was yeah. that was such short notice yeah thanks again ron gilbert if, yeah. if by yeah, chance absolutely. you happen to be listening to this yeah absolutely um <laughs> you know i'd like to be so vain as to say yeah. so <laughs> as to think so rather um so we got we had we got three responses on this um and the first one here comes from our friend will owens um uh, the person we we refer to him a little bit yeah the backlog uh, killer ba- yeah backlog killer the yeah. backlog killer yeah will the backlog owens. killer Yes, he kills backlogs. <laughs> he uh, he was worried that it was too late, but I checked uh, checked my email right before yeah. we recorded here tonight. So so he uh, you know says this: Gabriel Knight is a game focused on story. So the so that would be the most prudent aspect to discuss. The plot is fairly good pulp story with with adventure murderers and whirlwind whirlwind romance wow that is really hard to say <laughs> and whirlwind romance but what really shines is the attention to the influence on the past of the past on our lives although the paths of gabriel and malia are dictated by their blood and fate it speaks as a wider metaphor regarding people as individuals of course we all have our own predetermined tendencies such as gabriel and malia's love but we are all products of our environment in the end we find ourselves falling back into old mistakes and habits despite our wishes. This is an old metaphor, but one that serves the plot well when Tethalo forces Malia to make the ultimate sacrifice, killing herself and preventing any union of the bloodlines. Yeah, That's so pretty- when you're trying to save... Oh, yeah, yeah, trying to save her, and, and she claws your arm and makes you drop her. Yeah, I, I, fi- I figured that she was doing that just to save the world from Tethalo. Like it, like it was her. No, Tetalo is the one who takes control there. Oh, okay. like Tetalo does that to make sure that you know, because to her, you know, Malia ending up with a, you with, know, with a Ritter. A, you know, okay. She hates that family. They, right. you know, yeah. 
<laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Sean Yager. Um, <laughs> it's an inversion. Yeah, it's like, like the, like the, the like, Tyler Perry version or whatever they came out. It wasn't Tyler Perry, it, but like, it was, yeah. The, it was like Bernie Mac in Ashton yeah, Future. Yeah, with yeah. his fucking t- terrifying eyes. His, his gaze of Sauron. Yeah. I, I think God rest his eyes. I think... Yeah. yeah. No, I thought you were talking about uh, Ashton Kutcher. He has terrifying eyes, too. Yeah, they both do. They just, yeah. just stare each other like the fucking uh, Southern Oracle in Never New Story. Like, if they were on two ends of a path and you try to walk between them, you're going to get vaporized. <laughs> uh, yeah. one, one of my favorite internet personalities, Merlin Mann, said that looking at Ashton Kutcher is like somebody telling you that meal you just ate contained human flesh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah totally true. I, I find Jim Brewer like that, too. Yeah. The, uh, some, somebody photoshopped the Southern Oracle to have <laughs> Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher. Get, get, get on it, Waff fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So continuing. I'm not going to cut that out. That's too good. Yeah. Um, continuing. Uh, uh, Will's response. A poetic twist as Gabriel's ancestor had betrayed Thetalo originally, yet Gabriel attempts to save her and fails. Um, according to canon, I think you can betray her. Yes, we, we confirm that yep. you can. As for the gameplay, the puzzles are okay, but have a few clunkers. I thought uh, having the mime imitate the motorcycle cop mm. was unintuitive and silly. One of those contradicts the other. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I was also stuck for a day or two fighting the zombies because I thought the game was bugged when one zombie wouldn't leave the doorway. I'm on brother. It turns mm. out... Uh, you need to you to use a vine that is uh, drawn as a part of the scene, giving no indication it could be interacted with. Other toughies, like the two messages and drum codes, were interesting to solve and felt like something uh, had been accomplished. It was hard, but not completely unfair. The biggest asset of the game is you are not forced to die constantly. Yeah, again and again, like just speaking to the history of uh, adventure games, that's definitely definitely true. Um, yeah, I, I agree with 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 most of that. Like I, you know. The uh, it's interesting. Like I, lo- one of the things I love about how Will looks at games is that he's always tying things into you know he English majors in a different way than we do. <laughs> like that whole you know it is a metaphor for uh, not being able to escape the past. Recalls you know his comments about torment and you know what his comments on the blog and what we talked about with that. And uh, I really like the way that he looks at that. So if you're not, again, if you're not going to that website, we plug it all the time. But you mm-hmm. should do so. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> um, this first one's by Osmosis. Yeah, so um, Osmosis uh, recorded, uh, responded on the Something Awful message boards, and he says, uh, and, and speaking to Will's point, the subtitle of this game is Sins of the Fathers. I don't know if he mentioned that, but mm-hmm. you know that uh, directly ties into that theme that Will was talking about. Yeah. And uh, Osmosis says, Sins of the Fathers is one of the most atmospheric adventure games out there. I love everything about its presentation, from the heavily accented narrator to the huge detailed conversation vignettes to the dulcet piano tones of the bookshop. I love that so much of the game basically revolves around exploring and learning about New Orleans culture and history. The game manages to create a real sense of place in a way that few other games have ever managed. I feel that voodoo lore is seriously underexplored and misrepresented in most works of fiction. The story does, does take some silly turns, but I think it's overall very respectful and clearly invested in the topic of choosing. It's one of the reasons why Jane Jensen games are so good and rings especially true with Gabriel Knight. Some of the puzzles are real bullshit. Disguising yourself as a priest comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that's not what I remember most about the game. I definitely think the GK series are the only Sierra adventure games that actually approach and occasionally surpass LucasArts offerings. Sins of the Fathers is my favorite of the three. I think it's way more consistent in tone and intent than the others, as well as having the most satisfying story arc with Gabriel becoming a Schottenjäger. Tim Curry also knocks it out of the park. Actually, all the voice acting is fantastic. Special praise goes to Michael Dorn. 
And I really just love the intro. And he has a YouTube link, which we will uh, also put in the show notes for that because it is an excellent uh, intro. The music in this game is really good. Um, yeah. I really like that. It, I've I had a rant on uh, Facebook about PC in general having uh, inferior music. You know, kind of approaching what you call the Hans Zimmer singularity Thank you. Uh, a little quicker. And I, I use that term all the time when I'm talking about video game music, uh, not around you. So I thank you for that. <laughs> um, and but this game has excellent, excellent music. Yeah, um, it's it's good enough that like it works as part of the narrative, especially like with the Rada drums. Like you hear that around town, and then when it, when ultimately you find out that it's message, it's like, oh shit, they're yeah. Everywhere. What have they been saying? Yeah, this whole yeah. time, which is really cool. Yeah, but just uh, but it, it stay it stays away from you when you need. It to and then it jumps to the foreground when it yep. when it needs to. Yeah. Um, it's also catchy, which like doesn't often happen with PC music. Like it's not just atmospheric. Like it's actually there are catchy melodies. Like the police station melody is pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. The main theme is really catchy, you know. And that's that doesn't always happen. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. you know, you talk about this one being the best of the series. That's probably <clears> true. <throat> I like the second one a lot too. Yeah. But this one is definitely uh, probably the most consistent tone mm-hmm. right there. Second one has some high highs. Two things that stick out. Um, first, the narrator. We didn't mention that. I turned mm-hmm. her off. I. I liked it tonally but i was in such a like a like a balls to the wall dash she to talks finish too the slow. game. she does yeah it, 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 it's good flavor i mean she she, she sounds like yeah. miss cleo yeah um but yep. uh um yeah, well, we'll put a Miss Cleo link. Uh, I don't yeah. know of anybody who's. Uh, and you really got lots of callbacks to the one eight hundred collect and Miss Cleo. Like this is <laughs> lots of yeah. lots of late nineties commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure people from other countries would know that she was a she was a television psychic. Yes, or like a, a heavy, like a phone heavy psychic. Creole accent. Yes, um, she's a, kind of kind of like the voodoo lady and uh, yeah, yeah. the Monkey Island games. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and also to that point, uh, there is you know the giving giving voodoo its due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think about things that are uh, horror cliches or things that you know like pulp cliches and stuff like that there's very little about voodoo you know it's not a, a popular thing and that's this is what like this might be the only like piece of fiction that really deals with it that mm-hmm. i that i enjoy or that i know of you know like mm-hmm. what uh, what are we what are what are the major works of fiction dealing with voodoo not that i none that i can think of yeah I mean, and and to deal like, with i guess like that dude, exploitation like the zombie movies or yeah whatever, or like the, there's that bond where he's you know fights uh papa sangre you know <laughs> and stuff like that but like there's not very much like you, i mean that's a that's a great point because like we don't you know yeah yeah there's not very much that but, deals with us but like it's it's huge i mean yeah. if, you, if you think about the american south and the you know and, and the slaves and everything yeah, finding and religion the, and like an oppressed atmosphere and they talk about all that stuff like there's a yeah. history lesson aspect to it mm-hmm. where like you know not permitted to you know at your most powerless being granted something that has power and we talked about that we talked about that as a you know one of my favorite like lovecraft you know cliche bingo card things where it's like you know turning away from the real gods towards something that actually has like power yeah you know uh, like the people in Innsmouth did and you know dark corners and stuff like that that's like mm-hmm. a you know that's really neat you mm-hmm. know that's a really 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 neat cultural thing and it's something that not very many people know about um so very cool. Where's the where's Spike Lee's voodoo? Like he did the win the levees break. Like I want more about New Orleans. This is the, I want Spike Lee's Gabriel Knight. Like uh, that four part documentary. Yeah. So. I want Ken Burns's voodoo. Yeah, I, I want that too. I'd watch them both. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you so much, Osmosis. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, Hakashu again from the song, something off of forums. You. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not like a Cosby noise. Yeah, well, it was kind of a Cosby joke. Like, <laughs> like it's Cosby noise for a Cosby joke. <laughs> um, but Hakashi on the something else forums. Thank you so much to the uh, to the um, gaming podcast um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mega thread. Th- mega mega thread. 
Yes. Murgatroyd, yes. Um, uh, who says, Sins of the Fathers was a pretty cool game for its time, although it has some really irritating puzzles. The most egregious of which is the one where you have to write down a message on a crypt using some sort of voodoo code. In the days before home internet, this stumped me until I managed to get online at school and find a message board that told me what to do. I mean, really, DJ brings Sekim a duel. What? Mm. <laughs> There was a pretty good LP of this game for which I actually managed to unearth my copy of the novel of the game, also written by Jane Jensen, and described some passages. Um, there's a link here, but I don't think we can get to it because it's in the essay archives. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably readily, readily available as a PDF or with the GOG release, right? The uh, the novel? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it comes with the GOG release. Mm-hmm. I believe so. I might be wrong, though. Yeah. So he says we can let him know if we, if we, if we want some... Yeah, he has like okay. So this is all me not having read this ahead of time. There's uh, there, there's something in the LPR guys that has screenshots, um, but not the novel excerpts. Um, anyway, uh, the voodoo theme and current day setting really helped to set the game apart from its, from its largely fantastic slash science fiction contemporaries. And the game's central theme of redemption is universal enough that even though the writing can be a bit spotty at times, the plot is definitely gripping. In the end, my favorite thing about the first Gabriel Knight game is the fact that it paved the way for two much more enjoyable to me sequels the second game's uh one of the few fmv avengers that was actually worth playing and the puzzles of the third game were made famous by old man murray i don't know who that is uh, uh, probably a goon i can tell you about that after you go oh, ahead and finish that okay thing cool we'll... um entering the phrase cat hair mustache into the ludological <laughs> uh lexicon okay so i know that I yeah, know the cat yeah hair that's mustache. from gabriel knight three is it really yeah. oh yep. god so no it's i mean and it, it's an atrocious puzzle it pl- like and it's it doesn't play well that well on the page but it's not like it's the the rubber duck fishing pole puzzle of that game like it's not like that game is full of cat hair mustache puzzles mm-hmm. you know um but and there's no nothing as bad as the cat hair mustache like the priest disguise is not as bad as the cat hair mustache in this no. game so it's not you know they definitely get i think that's more of like it was moving with the genre the genre is getting more esoteric and oh, like yeah. you know crazy but the story and stuff in three is still really mm-hmm. good I like how everybody has different puzzles that irritated them. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just like, depending on how you approach things or what you're looking for or anything like that, you know, um, yeah. kind of come, you know, you're going to come at things different, different directions. Yeah. So do you want to go down to the shores of Lake Deliberation? Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been waiting to, to come with that? About five ago? seconds. Sorry. Oh, good. Good. That's, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Really? Great. What do you know about deliberation? <laughs> do you know about deliberation? <laughs> yeah. um, so. so we're back from Lake Deliberation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, with some clay in our pockets. Yeah, we got clay uh, in our we, pockets. We, we got we, an animal mask. <laughs> um, we got some, we got Landia. <laughs> Everyone knows it's a little something extra um we got a little something extra and we've got a land yet for uh for osmosis um that's a great point about this being the only piece of media about voodoo thank <laughs> you ever for something that's actually huge games. yeah or at least the only video game but like it's i can't think of a popular movie that really deals with yeah. it i can't think of a popular tv show you know 
any of that. Like there aren't popular sculptures. <laughs> there aren't popular pop- sculptures. Yeah, you know, just thinking of different media. Um, so the, you're going to get it for that observation alone, which somehow escaped the two of us. Yep. Um, and for that, you are going to win a copy of. Uh, if we can figure out, I don't know if you can gift on PSN, but the next game we're doing, yeah, is uh, Tomba. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're doing Tomba. So we might not be able to gift on PSN, and the next game after that is also a PSN. Yes. Game as well. So yeah, we our giftability maybe. Maybe in trouble, but I have a bunch of. If you don't want that, or you, we can't gift on PSN. I got tons of stuff sent to my Steam account. Still. Yeah, I can. We 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 can hook we can hook you up. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you want like a FTL or something like that, yeah, we yeah, can make yeah. that happen. Yeah. So I can give, I can give you Binding of Isaac and Cthulhu Saves the World. I've got them both, and they're both excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so just uh, any any of these greatest hits, if you if you happen to haven't have not just 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 let us know. We're we're, we're yeah. your ice cream man. You yeah, know. we're an ice cream we'll, man. We'll be good for you. Yeah. Um, that's a Tom Waits reference. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Weird. Um, so, yeah. So, as we said, we're doing Toomba after that. Uh, PS PlayStation 1 platformer existing on the Island of Lost platformers with uh, Klonoa <laughs> and Pandemonium and all that weird, you know, that weird era yeah. of 2D platformers. Um, after that, we are doing... We are doing Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. um, which, again, is another PS1 game. Uh, we're just going to continue doing these in pairs. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah. adventure games, two PS one games. Yeah, it's yep. all. It's, it's not all that good. they have that much in common, other than being uh, PS one yeah, games, but seminal uh, seminal stealth action game. Um, yeah, and really just a game that we both wanted to play. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's a good good point. It was either that or you know, Symphony of the Night at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry if you can hear that. My cat's freaking he's, the fuck he, out. Dude, holy shit! It's, it's like he's chasing a bug or something. He's got the zooms. I don't. I don't know why. He was doing the like the low moans earlier, which I never liked. That that always. Oh, it sounds like a baby crying. Like it makes yeah. me it like instantly adrenalizes me. But I think he's okay. Yeah. Um, but he's just kind of freaking out. Yeah, he would so, really upset Solid Snake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a little exclamation point above his head right now. Um, uh, above so. my cat's head. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. How, tomorrow, how many how many um, Metal Gear Solid codec uh, ringtones are we gonna oh. are we gonna hear? <laughs> I want to keep a tally. Yeah, we can guess now and then tell you in the next episode. Yeah. Because yeah, tomorrow we're actually doing our uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Yeah. Thing, which you know we can't uh, tell you to be there because it happened you know eight <laughs> days ago or seven days ago or what have you, yeah. um, six days ago. One of those numbers, um, <laughs> something less than fourteen, yeah. and we um, may even be dead by the time you hear this. So the, <laughs> that's always always a possibility. Every time you listen to Watch Out for Fireballs, there's no guarantee that we're alive at the time of recording. Or, you know, by <laughs> the, the time recording. at the time you listen to it, you know, at the time you're listening to it, we may be dead. So just letting you know <laughs> how time works. Uh, watch Out for Fireballs. Time tutorial it'll cast. Be as grim as possible. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. So so Metal Gear Solid. Um, lots of lots of ringtones. I'm gonna say seven over the course yeah, of the weekend. Seven. We'll count. Yeah, we'll count. Um, so, yeah. um, um, and then after that, uh, yeah, after I figure that I'll, doing, I'll give this this, yeah, this, this, this this honor to you. After that, we're doing our two episodes of Fallout, a post nuclear role playing game. Um, it is we're just doing Fallout One for two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't figured out our stopping point. I need to like. No, you said the water dealers, right? Oh yeah, water yeah. dealers. Never mind. Yeah, so we're playing up to when you meet the water caravan and uh, the water merchants, and then after that, we'll do for the second half. We'll do the rest of it. Yeah, it is a seminal CRPG. Infinity Engine is the best engine. In honor of Project Eternity, we will, I will, you know, just suck the dick of Fallout for for two little episodes for all of eternity. Uh, possibly my favorite game. I love <laughs> Fallout. Um, and we've already announced this next one that 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 takes us up through November. Do, yeah. do, do we just want to go through the end of the year? No, it's fun to announce things, but let's. Okay. We might have changes and stuff. With this okay. is enough okay. time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's just leave it a Fallout. Yeah. Well, we already announced the next one. Oh yeah. So, yeah, but we should... won't do it after that. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, Shadowrun. Yep, for Shadowrun the for SNES. SNES. Yeah. yeah, also not giftable, but yeah. uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, another kind of like a, an adventure action RPG. Like that game is a real mashup of ele- of genres. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to that game. So yeah. um, I'm excited about this. I think I'm more I'm I'm very excited about it because the Genesis was enough to get me interested in the in the like the world of Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Um, but mechanically, I found it lacking. Yeah, um, and I think that this one with its with its adventure and RPG, it's elements, closer to your home base. Clo- closer. It to takes my, more liberties with the lore too, which is interesting. Like the Genesis one. Is definitely more accurate. This one, you know, there's weirdness like yeah. that goes that, that goes into it, but it's still very good. Cool. Yeah. So all yeah. of that are all of those are games that we will be playing. Yeah. Yeah. If we don't die <laughs> between recording this and you hearing, I'm gonna be like, dude, I'm gonna be like on a plane in the next two days. Yeah, I don't like, know. Don't, why don't freak me the fuck out. Why did right? I get on that tangent? I, I don't know. Um, Boy, that's weird. If you want me to leave, I can. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. The um, yeah. So tomorrow we're doing the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. We can't really pimp it, but no. we will talk about it. I'm sure. There's going to be a great deal of content that comes out of that. It's yeah. going to be fun. We're going to try to work it in somehow. Um, yeah. You know, if if the audio in this sounds sounds different, is because this is the first time Gary and I are in the same location yeah. recording, yep. um, having a grand old time up here in Portland or. Yeah, um, yeah, Portland or Portland. Yeah. Um, and we're going to record some extra stuff. You, I've already seen a couple of the Let's Plays we've done in the same room. We might do some more of that. Um, we are going to, uh, and I've hinted at this on Facebook already just because I, I want to lord this over people, is that we're recording our Lost episode, um, <laughs> which if you hear that something has gone wrong, it means we haven't had time to record an actual episode, but we're banking one because yeah. we care about being punctual. Yes. Because we're both uh, neurotic. This is truth. Yep. So I can't give any other announcements. Um, so we can just do the contact stuff. Yeah. Um, if you would like to be the, if you would like to be the, like the fine ladies and gentlemen who uh, responded on Gabriel Knight, mm-hmm. you can get in contact with us. Uh, there are multiple channels by which you can do this. Um, there is the uh, contact form on mm-hmm. uh, on on the Watch Out for Fireballs page. There's duckfeed.tv slash contact. We have an email address. Yep. Um, uh, watch Out for Fireballs at duck, uh, duckfeed.tv. The Facebook group. Yep. Um, you can is, also yep. Which you is uh, you know more people are joining and we talk on there and stuff like that. As a, as community manager of Watch Out for Fireballs, I will engage <laughs> you on that. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, also, you can now go to watchoutforfireballs.com. Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that, that redirects to the to the thing, so it's yeah. easier to tell friends and to, and to, and to keep it there. Yeah. So if yeah. you've heard of this, uh, you can just uh, put it in your web web browser now. Yeah. Um, you can uh, contact us through all those ways to suggest games, comment on games. Um, you can also. Uh, Go to that website and check out other shows. Um, so listen to my show. Yes. Listen to my uh, uh, Dead Idea of a Hollow, which I'm doing some new content for, but mostly running reruns um, of, which was my old personal variety show that ran last year mm-hmm. um, for 41 episodes. Um, the last one is a two-part one. So it's 40 episodes, but um, over the course of a year and is about like music and it's kind of like this weird therapy thing and this weird <laughs> picture of that year. Um, so that is now up on the website. That's going to come out every Monday. Um, subscribe to it, put it in your RSS feeds um, and get new old, you know, old ones that may be new to you or revisit them if you already enjoy it and keep an eye out for it because new stuff will come out for it, including a zero episode, which I recorded with, uh, with Cole, help from Cole, yeah. um, plays a part on it and my friend John and uh, I'm real proud of it and it's up now. Yes. So it's actually, and the first episode's up now too, by the time you listen to this. Mm-hmm. So 
Cool. Um, if you would like to support the network, you, you can go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash tip jar, ignore the mm-hmm. donate button, but go to the Amazon button, yep. use the referral code. If you're going to be buying anything, um, the Christmas creep is on, mm. um, you know, people are gifting things and buying things and especially like textbooks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that is, I, I mean, it, it doesn't like, it doesn't seem like it's a lot, but it does help. Like there are people who are going crazy on it. Um, that helps make us able to do this show at a not great cost to us. Yeah. Um, so as we grow and as more people participate in that, know that we're seeing it, know that it's incredibly appreciated that you're doing it. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Amazon just gives us some, you know, some money for, uh, for sending you their way. Yeah. Um, so that is, uh, that, that, that is a great way to support us uh, along with like, you know, doing the usual stuff, uh, that we've mentioned a million times. Subscribe on, on iTunes, iTunes, um, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we kind of got almost everything covered now. Yeah. Like it took us a long time to actually get like a Twitter <laughs> and a YouTube, which is like, you know, seems like basic but we are finally we are now omnipresent yes on the internet you can't escape us yes you cannot escape us so watch out for For, watch out for for fireballs So, do you want to record the actual episode now? I <laughs> <laughs> if I put this down, is it going to blast in your ears? Uh, one second here. I want to get some water.